Welcome to Moralia Python Radio with your hosts, Eric Burke and Owen McIntyre. All right, welcome everybody to another episode of Moralia Python Radio. And tonight we are talking coastal carpets, in particular red coastal carpets with Eric Hernandez. Um, and he, well, I think he told me he hasn't been on since 2014. Seems odd, Owen, that we... Holy uh, crap! Wait, what? 2014 is a long time ago. Um, but, uh, Damn. I, you know, when I was talking about the, uh, the carpet cliff notes, we did the, uh, the, the, the short uh, overview of the coastal carpet python morphs. Right. Um, <clears throat> one was the red, and uh, I had mentioned Eric's name in that, and uh, him and really him and Jason Balin are really the the people that are really trying to refine that morph and try to figure out, you know, yeah. exactly what's going on. But man, are they beautiful snakes! So um, we're going to uh, to get into uh, you know his projects and talk coastal carpets, and obviously we're also going to talk a little bit about selective breeding and stuff like that. I'm. This is a my episode. This, if anybody mentions IJs on this on this episode, I'm gonna throw something at him because you know this is. You just did. Damn it! <laughs> Damn! Damn it! Right, well, we're just gonna now it's with, gone. Uh, shut it down. Carpets, but... No, no, shut it down. Shut the whole episode down. Mm. Everybody go home. We'll cut, try again later. Yeah. So yeah. Um. But well, uh, but yeah. So we're gonna get into that real quick. Uh, Southeast Carpet Fest was this weekend. Just wanted to yeah, pictures look freaking amazing. You know, it's yeah, they look they had a great time. And Cody and Pia's place is that's I've seen zoos that look worse. I mean, like dear God, oh yeah, they're top notch, man. I love that. That's so. They uh, they ended up raising twenty eight thousand dollars or something like that. Now that's that's, yeah yeah for uh, for Nido research and such and they had um you know they had their little panel i don't mean to say it like that i'm sorry not like a little panel i mean they had like <laughs> damn it they had a panel they had a panel that was, that they had was, a panel uh, yes, yes nothing about the panel size needs to be commented on they had correct. a panel well yeah, correct yeah. right i just meant that there was a, just, never mind no, no anyway. it's too late just keep going <laughs> just yeah. keep going Anyway, they yeah. had a they had a panel where they uh, discussed some of the research that's been done on the NIDO research, and um, I believe that's I, I don't know if he's putting it up on the Herpticulture podcast YouTube page or Palmetto Coast Exotics YouTube page or maybe both. But anyway, Justin Smith um, did a recorded it, and um, he's going to uh, put it up. I think because it was like maybe an hour and a half long, it's going to be broken up into. Uh, you know, like, I guess you have to split it in half or something like that. Cause you, Manageable things, you yeah, can, I guess. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's cool. So, uh, yeah. hope everybody had a good time and everything. And, um, you know, one of the things that we were talking about, uh, I, I have to contact the uh, Southeast Carpet Fest people, but we're going to try yeah. um, to do one big auction for all Carpet Fest so we're not worrying about it at our events. Yeah, just one one thing once a year that has to do with all the carpet fests, and uh, that we can divide it up this way. People won't have to give five times to like five different carpet fests. It'll just be one. Yeah. We're still we're still in the infancy of trying to figure it out. So we'll talk with the southeast people, um, with Southwest. the 
Northwest, the Northwest. The, I don't. Do we include the Southern Carpet Fest? Because I thought for the last time we talked to them, they didn't want us anymore. <laughs> They've changed. They're going Condro Fest. Yeah. I thought they. I thought they left us. I guess so, if they go Condro Fest, then then they're dead to us, and we have to start own. a new one. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. We have to start a new Southern Carpet Fest, but no, we'll we'll figure it out. You know, this is just something we're trying to think about of making it easier on everybody because I know that uh, it, it it takes a lot to run a carpet fest, especially one as big as Southeast. I mean, those guys are doing they crushing it every year, but you know, we want to try to take alleviate a little bit of the stress and probably uh, save Ian Bissell's life. I mean, he's. <laughs> runs around like the Energizer Bunny. I mean, like, dear God. So uh, we'll try to figure it out. We'll talk to those guys and see what everybody wants to do. And if it's something that we can do, why not? So we'll figure that out. Yeah, so that's uh <clears throat> works. There was actually, uh, I, I know this is a little premature, but uh, I was contacted. Yeah. And I, don't, I don't know if he wants me to put the name out there or not, so I'm not. Um, but <clears throat> I was contacted about doing a carpet fest in Colorado. So... <clears throat> Yeah. Was it Rob? I mean, no, it was not I mean, Rob. I mean, who else? I mean, I was spoken to by a man in Colorado. Rob? Was it Rob? Because that's said no. Rob, right? It's a, no. yeah. But uh, it would be a good reason to go out and visit him. That's for sure. So, uh, so I'm not sure. What does Rob that. actually have? I mean, could we really go see his collection? I mean, oh man, he has some nice stuff. He, his know. bows. Yeah. He has some bows, some pops, so, pythons, pythons, uh, yeah. a lot of big colubrids. You know, Got the like, Timors. I think yeah. Matthias Timors. I think I could be. I think I could be entertained. Yeah, you know? I think so. Yeah, I think probably, yeah. It's okay. Believe it or not, it's probably more up your alley than it is than yours. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, real quick before we get Eric on, um, any breeding season updates? Uh, I know you had. Uh, an interesting uh, uh, weekend. <laughs> had a very interesting weekend. Um, you're sitting down here and you're like, I should go check on something. Like, you know, you, you ever just been like relaxing and being like, I need to go check on insert animal here. You don't know why, but you're like, I should go do this. So I, I'm sitting here and I'm like, I should check on the Kribo. I don't know why, but I should go check on the Kribo. And I went downstairs, opened up the Kribo's bin, and lo and behold, there she is surrounded by slugs. Like, I, I want to say it was like six or seven slugs. And I'm like, oh, no, crap, the whole clutch is done. And then I find one good one. I'm like, oh, hello. And then I pick her up, and I realize that she is still full of eggs. And I'm like, all right, what's going on here? So at present count, I have three good eggs that are in the bin. Mm -hmm. I can't say the incubator because the incubator would get too hot for Grebo eggs. They're in a bin sitting on top of my cages. Okay. <laughs> this is... This is how you incubate collier bread eggs. Okay. So, and she still has a bunch left in her. Um, she ate over the weekend, uh, and then she threw it up today. So I'm like, hmm. So right now we're in that weird thing of uh, I'm giving her a couple more days to see if she gets the eggs out. Um, if she doesn't, um, I'm going to have the uh, oxytocin shot. And we're just going to do that. So, okay. Yep. So, I'm not really a colubrid guy, colubrid, whatever. Um, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> but uh, is it is that is that normal that they take a little longer to? No. To I mean, 
I mean, I've had king snakes that have been like, I've had, I'm sorry, I've king snakes and corn snakes that like lay a few eggs, and then the next day the rest of them come. But normally it's just like a carpet or any other kind of egg laying snake. Here they all are. If there's, if they're if they're coming in phases, something's wrong. You know, it's it's yeah. like how if you're sitting there and your carpet python isn't due for a week, but you find her beehived, they're all slugs. Like there's a reason we came early or there's a reason this has happened. Um, I think I had one year where one carpet dropped like eight slugs. And then two days, like a week later was beehived around the rest of the slugs. Like that's usually how it goes. Um, with her though, I, I'm, I'm not exactly sure. Um, I was reading up a bunch of stuff on uh, Black Hills, uh, which uh, for those of anybody who would, anybody who's into uh, Krebo, um knows um black hills they are they just gorgeous animals and he's got a killer website and he's got a lot of information on um breeding crevo i'm sorry black pearl reptiles i'm gonna say hills black pearl reptiles um i, was, I, was I don't know why yeah i don't know why you didn't stop me yeah jesus christ no black pearl reptiles Same with he, the, you know small uh yeah small paddle yeah like, anyway <laughs> anyway he it, it's a great website he's got a ton of information on there and i was reading through his stuff where it does say that egg binding is something that happens with um short smaller females um okay. and you know he says six foot she's six feet long so she's mm-hmm. uh, she might be a little bit shy of six foot but she's right on that money so but um this is also potentially her first clutch so okay. at a could be a problem for her so we'll see really how it goes um wouldn't be the first time i had a female that totally overshot her um lay date and had to be induced and then went on to be a fantastic breeder years after so yeah now we'll are these, see are they are, are they typically harder to breed i'm not sure because i, I don't see that much you know i, I don't want to like toot my own horn but i don't see that much of them being bred, I mean, it also is because you still can get certain um, Kribo species is wild caught. So what the hell does it matter? Like, right? I can I can get an adult yellowtail. Why am I going to breed it? But I kind of see that the appeal of them uh, of of uh, breeding them. So and they're still a very well valued animal. I mean, you know, it's they're cool species. So uh, yeah, I definitely think it. Yeah, they're, um, they're they're cool. They kind of remind me of like a a, a cobra that's not hooded. Exactly, exactly. It's a cobra without a hood that eats everything you put on a plate for it. Um, yeah. And I like it because Black Pearl also talks about um, the varying of the diet and all this other stuff. So like, if you ever want to try to get into Kribos, Indigos, things like that, go to his website and just read everything he put on there. It's an awesome resource. Um, but it, it's also really cool because their eggs are rough it's mm-hmm. not smooth like a carpet egg it's almost like it's covered with sandpaper or like granulated like the sugar really? you get on top of like oh yeah like uh the sugar you get on top of a muffin like that's what it's like all <laughs> over the egg and i'm like oh my god i'm like holding this huh. egg just messing around with it and i'm like oh right egg shouldn't be like it's like oh no right that's right. <laughs> stop poking it put it down like it's um it's really cool and uh I think it'd be really cool to get some Kribo babies. So that's cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. 
All right. Yeah, I don't really have a whole lot to update. Um, you know, nothing's happening here at all. It's like, all right, <laughs> just getting locks and stuff. Uh, I got some females that look like they're building. I had a few, um, a few that uh, refuse food. I'm not going to say what subspecies it is because you might hang up. But I, you're um, damn right, I will. <laughs> um, uh, <clears throat> but uh, yeah, it's looking good. But man, it's a weird season for me. I don't know if you feel it, but the, from, for carpets, man, it's just like in our. We got we got lucky with like all this snow and ice or something a week or so ago. But yeah, I'm like seeing. I, I I'm I'm uh, it's I'm cherry picking. I'm seeing two or three pythons that are maybe gonna go, but like everybody else is just like. Mm. So I don't know. I'm going to separate everybody on Saturday feed and then put back together. And sometimes that gets it going too. So we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. I did that. Uh, yeah. Last week. Probably. And I got to do the uh, uh, introductions with like the cow Kings and uh, all the other animals that I believe are dangerous to go near each other. So, yeah. Yeah, I'll probably start uh, introducing the diamonds at some point. That should be uh, that should be fun. See if I can uh, do that species down. That'll be yeah, uh, that'll be a good time. Yeah. So. Okay, but tonight we're talking coastal carp. Coastals. And um, yeah, let's let's get this going. Let's get Eric back. Let's on. Let's get Eric on. Yep. Um, um, hey man, how you been? Has it really been since? What 2014 is? I think what you yeah. said. <laughs> Holy crap! Man. Last time I was I was here in NPR. Yeah. Time flies, doesn't it? Yeah, Shit, man. Holy, we were crap. still uh, youngsters back then, man. I think I was still yeah. in the 30s. <laughs> I was in my 20s. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Many many moons ago, when we were all young guys doing this crap. Man. So yeah, here we are, still washing <laughs> away. Moved houses, bought a new house. I yep. my clothes cycled a few times. Yeah, so it's it's been uh, it's, it's been a lot different. How are you guys doing? First of all, I want to say thank you for doing this. Uh, you guys just have no idea how how the community has changed and and how much you guys have. I'm sure you guys know and you, you hear it all the time. But it's since you guys been doing this, it's just been a roller coaster of good things, good vibes, YouTube, everything has just gone boom, 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 boom. It's it's great. I think we we're living in like the golden age of reptile keeping so far. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would agree. I think That'd be cool. uh, yeah. I think the more and more, you know, you got more podcasts coming on to the to the scene, more uh, people, you know, getting on YouTube and putting out correct information and, you know, uh, all kinds of stuff. Yeah, it's a great, great time for sure. Plus, <laughs> snakes we never thought would exist are now, like... <laughs> Keepable. <laughs> we're like, yeah, yep. we're, okay, yeah, I had that. <laughs> yeah. Like like rough scales and, uh, you know, hopefully Owen Pellies and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Yep. And um, same goes for things that, we, that were common and they were cheap, like... Ring pythons and sahu python yeah. stuff like that. I can't find. Yeah, it, it's it's weird how that it's all cyclical. You know, I mean, it seems like it goes up and down, and um, but uh, those odd species of python seem to be uh, seem to be hanging on for quite a bit. You know, I mean, and they're they're hard to find. And I I, I think I don't know what you guys think, but I think that mix of like making the, the 
just enough that you don't oversaturate the market so that, you know, a couple more people will, will, I think that's the key. Like we're adding more and more people into the mix, which is, is making it easier to, to do this. But like, you know, then they'll see that whether it's a ring Python or Savu or whatever it would be. And or Duns, right, Owen? Mm, don't <laughs> oh, I? Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, when you see those, which, by the way, not to go off on a side note, but Ryan Young posted up a picture of them as, as like, in the color change or something. Yep. Did you see yep. that? Holy yep. shit, they were nice. Yep. I it's... saw one. Jay and Billy Hunt sent me some pictures from, from the Carpet Fest this weekend. Oh, yeah. Man. So gorgeous. Yeah. 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 Cool. Now, are you just keeping uh, uh, carpets, or are you still mixed up with... Uh, I know you used to keep, what, like Puerto Rican boas, and I know you had some dwarf retics at some point. Is it... How's the collection changed? I had uh, I had a few carpets. I yep. think I had my first... Uh, yeah, my first outcross at that point. Then I had a few... I had a Puerto Rican... I think I had the Dominican, the single male, and I had the two male uh, Cuban boas. Uh, and then from the, uh, now, uh, from then and back, I, I acquired a pair of Sabus, and I have to get rid of those, sadly. Uh, I have a pair of uh, Panin Bars currently now. Uh, that's new. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a pair of Jamaicans. Uh, a pair of Barry Island bows, a pair of Puerto Ricans, and five babies from 2018, uh, a pair of Dominicans, and uh, one lonely Cuban boa. I think that's it on the boa side. And then on carpets, I have, it's all coastal carpet pythons, but I have a mix of uh, stuff that I've outcrossed, uh, uh, and then... Outside of what Madame Mulberry and stuff that I've worked with, I have a, a Russian line female uh, and a pair of red azantic uh, male jaguar that came from Nick and a female non-jaguar that came from uh, from Kohler. And I do have uh, a little male super dwarf Kalantoa uh, reticulated python. I have mm-hmm. the... I had a big boy that was uh, from Garrett DeMeyer out of Canada, and he was an F1. And I, I saw this happening a long time. Like, I knew this was going to happen, so I kept them. And I didn't really care about breeding him. I just wanted to have him. And lo and behold, you know, the whole uh, thing happened. You can't keep them anymore. They kind of went underground. Uh, but then whoever had them, they just wanted to pass them. So they didn't keep them pure. So I think it was, I was probably last year, I contacted Garrett, and I said, hey, Garrett, I know you're the man. I know you, you have the resources and you have pure lines. I don't want this to disappear. How about if we make a deal? So I sent him the boy, and uh, he sent me one boy, and then he's going to send me a female related to, to the male that I had. Uh, and then he's just going to keep that one and continuing the, and diversifying at least the, that lineage. So it doesn't get lost. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, that's that's real cool. That's, yeah. You know, it's funny how we talked about that for years back then. And, like, everybody, I don't know if they thought that, you know, it wasn't going to happen or whatever. But, uh, 
even though they changed around that you could, you know, ship within the states, you can't get imports anymore. Now they're sort of in the same vein as carpets, and you know, you got the mm-hmm. group where they're just mixing everything together to make morphs, and like now they're discovering there's different subspecies and species of retics, and yep. oh man, so close to carpets, <clears throat> but. But that's good, though. You know, keep keep this stuff in the in the hobby before we lose it. You know. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like one of those. Uh, I don't know. I I I don't know what you guys think, but it's like you know, you want to make pretty snakes, right? But at the same time, you, what's what are you uh, what are you losing by doing that? And like, I guess. You know, I think it will be forever that there's those two camps where, you know, the one camp is it's just like it's about making the snake as pretty as it can, as pretty as it can be, aka albino bread lie, <laughs> or, <laughs> you know, uh, keeping it pure and uh, not mixing it up. You know, um, but did I lose you guys when I said albino bread lie? <laughs> <laughs> Try not to talk on top of people. I think uh, they're not mutually exclusive. I think you can have both. Yeah. You can have a, a group that you mix, and you can have a group that you keep pure. For example, in my my stuff, I I really, I oh, and I want you to breed your Russians because I I need a Russian male. I only have a female. Uh, me it's, here. Think, I I have been. What is it? KJ yelled at me this weekend. Billy yelled at me this weekend. Now I got Eric yelling at me, dude. Like I, I know both Eric's are yelling at you. both Eric's. I know it's. To, to be honest, it was the um the female got an RI earlier this year, right at breeding season time, and she's doing better. But the entire time I'm staring at my beautiful male who's doing cycling by himself, and I'm like, God, this sucks. It's like so, you know, if she doesn't, if she's not up to the test next year. Uh, I forgot that you had a Russian girl. So uh, if he's if she's not up to the test next year, we'll talk. Yeah, you know, was, don't worry. I, yeah, I was thinking that. You know, when you were saying that, I'm like, um, should I have sent my female to Owen? Anybody, <laughs> please, somebody send me a Russian female. I'll try. I promise. So yeah, because Mike don't even have that anymore. No, the parents yeah. are gone. So, um, right. you know, I it, it's. And I'm and I desperately do not want them to fade away. So, uh, no. you know, at this at this point, if anybody wants him you know, at this point, if anybody wants me to take a shot at their Russian females, send them. I'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> I'll chuck them to him like it's fine. So, uh, yeah, but uh, hopefully that project gets off off the ground. Good, good. When I when I bought my female, he had he had a male, he had a pair. And yeah. At the time, I'm like, actually, it was 2014. I'm like, you know, it's fine. You're you're always gonna have them, but yeah. we don't know the future. And so sadly, that happens, and they got lost. A few of us have them, and hopefully, they'll, they'll keep continuing because it's it's a really cool line that should should go on. It's a, I'm the same way, man. I, I same exact story. I I I was like, there's no way Mike is ever gonna get rid of these because it seemed like people just jumped onto him back then, you know. And it's and here we are. <laughs> it's like, damn. Yeah. It. I usually all well, and pair. I think also a lot of times people were not keeping the Russian line pure. They were breeding it to other stuff. So it's like 
there's Russian tigers in other tiger projects, but there's very few pure Russian tigers running around out there. So I, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, so here's, yeah, here's a question for you, Eric, um, as far as, you know, because there is red that comes out in, in those. I mean, have you, is that the reason, number one, is that the reason that you pick them up the, to see how it works with the Madam Blueberry red type of thing or outcome? Yeah, so my thought was I wanted to, so I wanted to keep the Madam Blueberry line as pure as I can. I outcross it with a non Madam, what a non-red animal, so they don't, they won't have any other red influence in them. So I want to keep that pure line going, but I also wanted to keep, um, uh, I wanted to add to it and mm-hmm. see if I can make something different than the Madam Blueberry look. And I don't know if the the red from the Russian will add something different, if it's going to add more black or how it's going to work with uh, with a stripe. Uh, I'm, I'm now leaning towards trying and, and making a red stripe and that it's all, all unrelated to Rush, to Russian tigers. Well, they might have them, maybe not. Right. Uh, but unrelated to uh, to Jason Balin's reds and just have a, a different look because even Michael Pennell has some red stripes that kind of look different just to give variation to people. It's like, hey, I like a lot of black. I don't like a lot of black. I like full stripes like super tigers I like busy patterns because we're all different we all have different tastes and i think everyone should have uh something to choose from absolutely yeah yeah, yeah definitely so all right uh, oh go ahead uh, another one i would like to add uh later on it's probably brisbane Maybe uh, I know Brisbane also tr- throws red uh, in them. Mm-hmm. See yeah. how, how that also reacts with the Manimal Berry or how the, how they look. It could be tricky because then you're adding uh, other phenotypes and other genes uh, uh, to it. So maybe the, the red, I don't know if it's going to dilute or if it's going to uh, have more black in them. Because my, we can go into detail into this, but just quick and um, we'll circle back. Uh, my red, I've been selecting them to uh, have less and less and less black that, to the point that once they're adult, they kind of look ghostly, but not like, not white ghostly, but like red ghostly. Got it. <clears throat> yeah. Um, I was going to say the, uh, you know, what's interesting about the Madame Blueberry line and the Benjamin stuff is that when John Eric Engel originally bred the you know to for the jag he used brisbane coastals so right brisbane's wonder, already in there somewhere maybe yeah. just enhance it i wonder what would happen that, that you know because really who other than us i mean nick's probably not doing that anytime soon no that. <laughs> no I, mean? I think he no. works exclusively not with anything not to do that yeah red, yeah you know? <laughs> Yeah. So. Well, and also, I don't think he's going to cross his Brisbane's with Jags just to kind of enhance that stuff either. I, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, mm. Okay. All right. Um, well, I don't think he has any Madame Blueberry Red stuff because he's afraid. I know he's he's concerned of mixing caramel with red mm-hmm. stuff. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so I don't think he's he's messing with it. I could be wrong. No, you're well, right. I, I think you're right because that he – he doesn't want to have to hold on to, you know, eight clutches of babies to see which ones are caramel, and which one are reds. He wants them 
the the faster he can figure out where it goes, the better. And I think a lot of his caramel stuff is all super at this point. So, you know, everything would get a dose of caramel, which, you know, he'd get caramel reds and God only knows what those look like. So now do you have any plans in the future to sort of, you know, add maybe say caramel or uh, hypo to see what happens into uh, uh, I'm very uh, uh, spear focused on what I do. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I've thought about that. Uh, but honestly, I, I, right now, I don't have any plans of adding caramel. I don't want to touch caramel and I don't want to touch hypo because I want to keep stuff separate just yeah, maybe yeah. for my own OCD, I guess. Sure. Um, and, and like you said, uh, I don't know how the heck are people going to separate baby reds from caramels if you have them all in the same clutch, even uh, even uh, hypos. Yeah. So, yeah. And the fact that will... Some of them what? Someone will get to do it at some point, I'm sure. Yeah. I was going to say, and the fact that the caramel and the hypo sort of, you know, you can can see both phenotypically um Mm -hmm. i wonder i'm just curious for my own you know to me that would be like a test uh pairing if you will just to see what happens um with that you know what what does a caramel hypo red look like (laughs) yeah yeah but I think it would be stunning. I don't think it would be a bad pairing. I think you'll have some fantastic looking babies. Yeah. You'll just yeah, I think you will. hold everything back. Well, that's not a problem for me, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. Awesome. Um, all right. So let's, I, I mean, let's dive in a little bit on the red. I mean, you've been working with them for a while. What's your thought? I mean, do you have any, you know, do you have a better understanding of how it works genetically, uh, what you're seeing in, in the clutches that you're producing? I, I think I do. Uh, I've been working with them since uh, my first clutch of uh, reds. My first successful clutch was in 2012. I had a small clutch in 2011. Uh, but I was in college. I got kicked out, uh, Owen, because uh, someone found out my snakes in my dorm. <laughs> oh, uh, no. He, you lived my nightmare, dude. <laughs> I know. I did, and I had to move out, and uh, my girl had uh, had eggs, and she laid her, the eggs in a friend's house, and I had a chicken incubator, and they all died except one. Oh. Uh, so, baby. He was in red, uh, but he looked very uh, super tigerish. Uh, yeah. My second club, uh, which was successful, was in 2012, and that one was from uh, a Madame Blueberry uh, line that I acquired from uh, David Poppy. I don't know if you guys remember him from yes. uh, Python days, and uh, uh, he paired a Jag with uh, another Madame Blueberry. The Jag, I'm sure you guys remember it. Uh, oh, um, our Redding acquired that Jag after uh, David uh, Poppy sold it. And I think soon after, probably, the, the Jag had a clutch uh, in his hands, in, uh, uh, in Howard's hands, and I think it passed away soon after, or something like that. Uh, so that male came from, from that, and then the female uh, was a VPI Lemke line that I also acquired from the MP days from... Uh, uh, I forgot the name of the guy. I'm probably find it later. So that was an odd cross, and I chose her, and I really wanted Lenke slash uh, Pinnell slash VPI look. 
because the I liked how they looked very faded and they don't their black wasn't very predominant. Uh, I like contrast, but not on my animals. For some reason, I like them to be very pastel and very fade colors. So that's right. what I look for. Uh, and out of that, I had 10 babies. Uh, one died soon after. Uh, and then uh, the others were, it was like a curve. So I had, I think, three, three or four that were not red. And then I had a curve. Going up, kind of brownish, turquoise colors. Then I had, I want to say, three or two that were uh, just red, looked like caramel babies. Mm. Uh, so you have like a nice curve going up. Uh, after that, I didn't have, uh, I, I not want to do clutches every year for some reason. Uh, so after that, my second clutch was a joint pairing with, uh, uh, with Kyle Finn. And his, uh, he bought a Madame Blueberry Jag from Aaron Buhali. I don't know if you guys remember that really nice checkered stripe uh, Jaguar that Buhali had. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> was uh, it was a male from that which I currently have. Uh, his name was Cool, or his name is Cool Ruin, and I pair him with my one of my holdbacks from that first outcross. And from that, I interestingly enough, I got all reds, uh, and then all jags except for one, uh, one normal girl. Which actually, I'm gonna send you guys the pictures of that normal girl in a minute. Um, so for that, kind of threw a wrench at, at my thought of like, well, uh, it's at first it wasn't 50-50, it was kind of a curve, but now it's everyone. Maybe it isn't complete dominant, and everyone here, it's it's red, you know. So, but I, I kept, at this point, I started working at a, at a professional, uh, at a career where I work now. Uh, I work as an entomologist, and we kind of tease out genes and the way that uh, the mode of inheritance of some of our insects. So what we do is we go out, and let's say one of our, fields of corn is failing uh or uh, or a trade and the insect is eating when they're not supposed to be they're supposed to eat they're supposed to eat it and die so we go and collect there and we tease out what's the mode of inheritance of this resistant so i kind of sort of started uh, uh mirroring my job with what i've saw and what i did and 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 what i was trying to tease out and side note rearing insects is more it's easier than rearing snakes because you have well, five generations a year in in, in insects. Yeah, and and you can have results in in six months. Uh, sadly, you can have what ten years and still have results. Yeah. Uh, it's so uh, I I talked to one of my signed uh, one of my uh, uh, managers a scientist and we started talking about polygenetics and one of our traits actually one of our insects is polygenetic and one of the things we did was a backcross and that's something that I wanted to do uh, regardless because then if it's incomplete dominant then you should have a super if it's uh, if it's dominant then everyone should look the same uh, and if it's not then it's just a mixed bag so uh, uh, the ye the the next, my next breeding that had to do with red was in 2017, and that I did a back cross. So I bred my whole back from 2012 to her uh, father, which was Roku. 
Uh, and from there, I got uh, exactly what I thought I was going to get, which is, again, I got the curve. I got animals that looked uh, one. I'm going to show you one that I got from there. And you're going to be like, why do you got that from two reds? It just does not look like it came from that. Uh, and then I got some that uh, were gummy, like chewing gum, bowl gum uh, colors. And they were just a nice uh, transition from no red to almost to red. And that is, that's, that's very uh, uh, polygenetic uh, in inheritance. Uh, and I talked... Uh, and, and from in order for me to be more safer about what I was uh, seeing and not, you know, to get stuff uh, off my ass and be like, oh, sure, I'm just making stuff up. I kind of talked to uh, Jason Bailey and, and, and told him what I was doing and my results. Uh, and that was actually last year. I saw him on, in a, uh, at Tenley. Right. Mm. And uh, he, he agreed. He's like, yeah, I've seen the same stuff. And it's interesting enough. Uh, to get the really red, uh, almost um, uh, albino ones, yeah. yeah, they like you have to hit a certain genes, and you you can't get them with animals that uh, don't have any red. For example, uh, for my first art cross, I got some. I, my whole back looked like that, or you can not get it with with animals that both express red. Because the the recombination of genes, once you put them together, it's random. So you can have genes that complement each other. You can sometimes they lined up, sometimes they don't. It's the for people that don't understand what polygenetic uh, is. Uh, it's think about it as height. You can have two people that are really tall, and your kid, it's not as tall as you are. Just because it's a it's a mixed bag of what you what genes are going to play with each other, right? Right. So I'm gonna. Oh, and I, I you don't. I'm gonna send. So here's a question with the so the pictures you sent right the you have the mm-hmm. ones that look albino, are are the one the other one that sort of has like the yellow type of look to it. Is that mm-hmm. something you would consider? Red, or is that something you would consider normal? I, I would consider that a normal. Okay. So that's just... And, and yeah, and it, out of those three, I would consider the only one to be red would be the, the, the last picture, the obvious red one. Right, right. Yeah, okay. I'm sending them to Owen now. So yeah, I'm checking them out. I'm, I was looking at them. No, he, he just sent me those, so that's why. Uh, oh, yeah, okay. <clears throat> Man, that... The, now, here's a question for you. Now, with these super red ones that I'm, for lack of a better word, I'm, maybe I should not use that term, the albino-looking red ones, um, how are they progressing into adulthood? Like, what are you seeing? That's, that's a great question. So I'm going to show you uh, this one was uh, the one I'm going to show you now actually was my whole back from, uh, from my first outcross. And I'm going to show you a baby picture versus an adult picture. And she actually looks more. Oh, where are you going? This is not what I want. Uh, she actually looks uh, more hypo-ish now that she doesn't have picture. Uh, like 
Sorry, sorry, Owen, but I'm gonna say it. Like I, Jace, they kind of. Oh turn damn it! <laughs> <sighs> nice. All right. On a mood, and depending on day. Uh, right. But what I've what I've seen for sure is that as they get older, that black keeps fading more and more and more. Gotcha. At least in my animals, it does. So that the 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 second picture, I guess, of the adult. What mm-hmm. one is that again? That is my holdback from my first outcross in 2012. That is Katniss. Is that the same pairing? That my female's from? Because it looks identical uh, it, to her. Yes, yeah. That is actually yeah. her sister. Oh, okay. Yep. yep. I'm like, wow. This is, uh, and this is also uh, a transition picture of uh, also the Katniss sister and your sister. Same clutch. Okay. I'm sending this to you now, Owen. Uh, cool. Check it out. And you can see how the, how the, second, set, the, the second picture or the second set of pictures of a baby versus adult, uh, you can see, has a little bit less red than her sister does. Right. I mean, it's, you know, people might be like, oh, it's not as bright red, but it's still a deep, dark, kind of reddish color when it gets older. It's it's a gorgeous animal. I mean, that's awesome, though. I love that snake, man. Yeah. I love that snake. Just so you guys uh, know, it, these were... Uh, uh, the parents or of those the the animals that I use for outcrossing. Okay. Oh, Owen's gonna love this one. Owen loves lots of things. <laughs> so it's um, this is right up your alley, though, man. <laughs> is it a giant, big-headed coastal of beautifulness? <laughs> it's like a uh, pen beauty. No, oh, oh, please, oh. Stop teasing and send it, damn it. <laughs> uh, yeah. So for people that are following along, what I'll do is I'll post these pics. We will post all the, these up. We promise we'll do it this time. Yeah. Um, no, I, I, I do do it. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, oh, I don't. So, yeah. you know, again, I, I do nothing. I'm just here. I put it over in the uh, show notes over on the website. So just so people can follow along. But uh, oh, so, uh, I have uh, of uh, of the only normal female that came out out of the the Aaron Buhali Jack versus my holdback, right? However, right. here's where she's at, and and she turned out really, really, really nice. This is a, an adult picture of her, and I'll find a baby picture soon. Um, but you can see the black patches in the baby pictures, right? And how those black patches stayed, but they're not as prominent as they were as they were uh, she was a uh, little where's that picture Some, sometimes black patches and like black outlining can make for a really killer like oomph in the snake like it's got gorgeous back color and really good saddle color and then a little bit of black just makes it really pop and you're like oh okay that's awesome so I mean it's kind of hard to do to take away from anything but I, I love that. That's like classic coastal pattern stuff with killer colors. This is Lemke and M-Pen stuff. Like, I, it's great. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah, that's that's actually what I was going for. I, I, I was, I'm still a f- super fan of of Michael Pennell. So to be to be able to work with this stuff, it's it's 
you know, kind of have a drink on true. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like yeah, the black. Can, yeah. That's the same animal on the. the I know. I, I I love it. It's like I like that there was. I can. I've done carpets before. I, God I, damn it! No. <laughs> so I like it because it just kind of gives to the um, more contrast. I mean, I know you're trying to get away from the black, but I, sometimes I just dig the patterns like that, where it just kind of, I don't know, brings it out a little bit. So here's a question. Um, you know, and I'm sure we'll get into it because I know you wanted to talk about selected breeding and stuff. But is when you're putting uh, the the other one that you're using in the pairing, the non-red or you know maybe it is from red or when you're outcrossing, is 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 there a specific look you're looking for with that, or you're just trying to outcross the project? in itself i mean like are you grabbing a coastal that has a specific look because that you know coastals are so variable yeah yeah that, that's a that's a good question actually i was looking for a specific look to outcross because yeah. in in my mind if you what i wanted to do again was trying to get away from the black and even though i i agree with you owen has his merits but i wanted to open up the pattern more Maybe get, have the the pinstripe black, but not necessarily big bands. I ha, I yeah. do have a girl that has big bands, uh, but that's what I was going for. So I was looking for an animal that either had no black or mm. had minimal, and and I was lucky enough to to get that that uh, Lemke line female that that I don't has almost no black in it, and I think that's where. We talk a lot, or you guys talk a lot about uh, uh, lineage history, and a lot, maybe a lot of people uh, feel like left out because they don't have it, or they feel like they have to have it. But when you're doing projects like this, uh, to be proactive and not to—I wouldn't say waste time—but to to get to results a little bit quicker, you have to know where the animals came from, and you have to see that if you have the pictures of the grandparents and the, and the parents, that's going to help a lot into determining, am I going to have surprises? Am I, am I going to add more black where I don't want? Am I going to add a stripe if I don't want mm -hmm. it? That kind of mm -hmm. stuff. Because even, even if it's not uh, pure lineage, you're still seeing how the parents looked, how the grandparents look. Am I on the right track, you know? Yeah. 100%. That's a, that's, a, that's a great point because, you know, I think in the early days when the lineage sort of started, probably around 2012, 2014, like in that area, where <clears throat> more people were getting on board with it, I, you know, the thing that I always liked about it was the fact that you could see the selective breeding right in a, right in that, you know, you would look at the lineage chart and you would be like, oh wow, look how far mm -hmm. that's come, you know. Right, or you can see where the addition of one animal made the whole line take a turn to, like, the left. And it's like, oh, that's adding that was a good move or, you know, sure. they, you know, this is where all the stripes came from. So, like, yeah, it's uh, really cool to have that stuff. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, let's see. What else do we uh, – I think I had uh, – I don't know. You got anything, Owen? You want to nope. No, nope, just let him go. Just end the episode now. No, um, it's. <laughs> I mean, is is the next couple steps to outcross or, I mean, I, I know you. We talked a little bit how you kind of wanted to. You were thinking about adding different things, but is the eventuality outcross and then double back in? 
I mean, are you just trying uh, to give yourself a little bit more wiggle room to play a little bit more with crossing back in? So that's, that's a good question. So it's, uh, um, it's kind of weird. I, I'm really happy where I'm at right now. I, I'm getting mm-hmm. constant results, and I'm getting uh, animals that even me blow my mind and that I, I hit myself in the floor because I sold them. Um, right. That that last girl that I sent you, the transition, I sold that one, and I should have not done that. Oh, God. Uh, no, no. Right. <laughs> uh, so I think my goal is it's, – uh, it's to play with it and see again how adding other stuff look. Uh, I want to know how far I can go without outcrossing. Right now, I think uh, maybe four generation of line breeding. And when I talk about line breeding, I want people to know that it's it's breeding animals that are related somehow. Either aunts, their brothers, sisters, parents, whatever they're related. Uh, uh, selective breeding. Then you can talk about adding other stuff. Uh, but line breeding, you're breeding within uh, uh, animals that are related. So yeah. I don't know if past Generation 4, they start having uh, inbreeding uh, uh, deficiencies or not. I know that when I did the outcross, there was one animal. Uh, I had a lot of death, actually. I had, like, three animals that died soon after they hatched. And I had one animal that didn't have a tongue. Uh, so maybe, uh, <laughs> yeah, so maybe I'm getting into the, the inbreeding uh, uh, deficiencies, and we'll we'll know because right now I have a, a clutch uh, on the incubator that came from uh, from uh, Maya cross to one of her uh, one of her uh, uh, no cousins, uh, her aunt, not her aunt, her her nephew. There you go. Okay. I know, right? Yeah. Uh, I don't I don't know if if this this is this will be generation three of line breeding, maybe the generation three will be the cutoff. And then I would have to outcross, uh, uh, afterwards, which wouldn't be too bad. Cause then I have the, the Russian that I can outcross and then I have the two, uh, uh, that I'm going to be doing that too. Okay. Awesome. So would you, I mean, how, how picky are you going to be about finding reds to outcross your stuff to? I mean, like, are you going to be, do you know which ones you want to try to work in there? Or, I mean, are you going to be super selective? Um, the, I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't want to, uh, work with, uh, Balin's reds and it's, there's nothing against him at all. It's just that I feel like we have selected our animals to look different, uh, just because yep. we're different people and we have different, uh, 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 different tastes. So I would like to keep that separate uh, yeah. just so you can see it and type the side and be like, yeah, this was selected by so-and-so and this was selected by so-and-so. Uh, so I'm not, I'm not sure. I probably will go uh, and try to find animals that were outcrossed, but with my animals, for example, uh, you, Eric, you're going to have uh, the, you're trying to do the, the panel, and the, the girl that you got from me, that would be a perfect animal for my projects because they are related to my stuff, but it's an outcross. Well, that's an outcross. I got it. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. So basically find people that maybe bought animals from you and get a baby because you know that it's of your line, but it was taken one step outside of it by being bred to something. So long as it's like a pure coastal or – something else along those lines, just kind of go grab something you think might enhance your projects. Yeah. Yeah. How okay. I see it is 
uh, and we, we learned this in, in like wildlife ecology and genomics and whatnot. If you take a bottle and you flip it upside down, let's say it has a bunch of marbles, which are blue and red, you open the, the bottleneck, right, and you let mm-hmm. stuff out, you keep adding things, uh, you're trying to condense those colors, whatever you want, right, whatever trait you're looking for. Uh, so by outcrossing, maybe you're adding a little bit of the red mar- marbles, but it's not enough to mess with the pile of blue marbles that you've been trying to accumulate in your bottleneck, you know? Right. Okay. So just because you're adding a little bit doesn't necessarily mean you're going to start banging right now. Like, obviously, like you said, tr- not crossing with Jason Balin's red stuff. Cause I think that would just take you in a completely different direction, but maybe stay more towards the M pen Lemke uh, Madam blueberry side of the street for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, correct. Okay. Cool. And I know we have, really actually, touched... I, you... good. Yeah, go for it. Sorry. I mean, I, I mean, I we haven't really touched on, you know, uh, the projects you kind of got cooking now, but those are pretty much the lines that are all kind of intertwined with your stuff is Lemke red uh, panel is there anything else I'm missing besides that in your projects? Or Madam no, Blueberry? Yeah, it's about pretty much. At some point, but they, they haven't been. Uh, right. I'm actually, she's actually uh, on her pre-lay shed now, so she should she should shed out this week at some point. Um, what is up with your stuff going early? Because, I mean, you got a you got a clutch in January, which mm-hmm. I, I don't know what. Like, did you sell your soul to get a clutch in January? Like, What'd you do? I, I have no idea. Last year it was a crappy, crappy year for me. Yeah. Uh, I had I had four, only four eggs from one. One died as soon after the other one. I had to cool. Then from from the the Pennell, because I'm doing a breeding loan with Michael Pennell, uh, and then that clutch also had four, and there was a bunch of slugs. Yeah, uh, hearing you in their introduction, it was, it was weird because she laid. I want to say uh, 15 days before she was due to lay. Oh, uh, sucks. And it, yep, there was a pile of bad eggs and then just four eggs that looked like hell. Uh, yeah. But those four eggs patch at least, and they're they're going around. But I had to sell my holdbacks because I needed a roof. So yeah. Yeah, back- <laughs> I need a place for me and the snakes to live. Yeah, I get that. So overrated, <laughs> overrated. <laughs> Can't live in a refrigerator box. Yeah. Um, nope. but yeah, I, it's like, it, it seems like everybody had a crappy year last year. Um, and, uh, it's just, it's so funny to think that you got a clutch in January because when the hell did that female get pregnant? Like what, when did this happen? <laughs> like did, uh, did you put them together? Uh, I want to say in November around Thanksgiving, uh, yes, around Thanksgiving, she started locking up with, uh, with, with the Jag cause I remember my family was over. Uh, I, uh, we had a really cool October. Uh, we actually had snow in October and in November here in Iowa, I wasn't planning on putting them on, on getting anything, any locks at then. I just started my cooling process just normally like I always do. And I put them together just because, because, and they just, it just happened, I guess. I know, uh, my, uh, my lanky girl, she always goes early. And I, I always get eggs from her around February. 
Uh, so I, I was expecting her to go early and to lock early, but all the other girls, not not really. Uh, but everybody everybody has. Like right now, I'm waiting this week. I should have eggs from from Katniss, uh, which is the my bride holdback from 2012. To uh, to uh, Nick Mutton uh, Red uh, Azantin Coastal. I can make a uh, chat uh, here soon, and she looks she looks plump, she looks great. So I'm expecting some good eggs from her. And then the Russian is on her pre-lay shed, and she should shed out. Uh, and that's that's all my my clutches for this year. Wow, that's cool. I mean, just to be done. Like you're like, and we're done, and it's February. Like you got all the eggs you're gonna get, and there you go. Now it's just figuring everything else out. I mean, um, and I've also found that getting eggs early means that kind of the babies are ready to go earlier, and you don't necessarily have to. I think the closer you get to September and October, with babies just hatching or being not feeding is I think you're running into a little bit of a problem because then the weather starts affecting you. So I've always had, I don't know if it's Iowa or maybe in the Midwest, but I've always had earlier clutches. That's weird. Not not as early as January. This is the first time I've had eggs in January, but I've always had early clutches. That's kind of cool. I love that. So that's awesome. Eric, do that. Just, just what? breed now. Yeah. Make some early clutches. Just, yeah, make a ton of early clutches. This way, you don't have to worry about stuff. See, fix it. Yeah. There you go. <sighs> yeah, I, uh, you know, the one that really, I know I'm, might be going backwards, but uh, that one jag you posted, there's like a jag, and it's like orange, and then there's a normal, and you're kind of holding it in your hand, and it has like orange flanks. What, what oh, pairing yeah, yeah. is that from? Um, I think you sent me that picture, right? Yeah. Um, so the one I'm holding, so the first picture you sent me uh, was from, uh, from Katara, which is again from the 2012 all back, but not the really bright one. The second picture, the second set of pictures I sent you of a uh, baby versus adults with, uh, with cold ruin. So it was, it was the same uh, genetics, quote unquote, as my 2016 uh, Jags, but with her sister. So that's. I just wanted to see how uh, what she threw, if it was bright or reds, if they were different, because she's not as bright as her sister. Um, and from that, it was only I have a baby, and uh, Billy Hunt has a baby too, and that's it. One died, and uh, two died. So that's the only clutches, the only ones that are. I have the eggs that are incubated right now are from her uh, and from uh, from a brother to those babies, so they should be they should be stunners. Uh, and then the second one, which I'm holding in my hands, which is the really banded one with with a little black, right? Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. That one is from uh, from Roku, which is my founder, Madam Blueberry, uh, male to a Michael Pennell uh, striped female. Uh, and that one actually was bred by Michael Pennell, and he sent me that one and uh, the stripe, uh, red stripe. That that thing is fantastic. Let me find a picture for you guys. Uh, I posted that picture uh, today, I think. Where is it? And I mean, from there, I was going to mention 
that uh, those babies can be used as autocross uh, simply because they, they're still of my quote-unquote line, uh, but across once. Wow. Yeah. I, I really like, like, the base color itself is just, like, mm-hmm. oh, and that, uh, you know that yes. female that you, that, that I got from your, actually, yeah. it's from M-Pen stuff, right? We uh, said it was Tiger, but you had, like, striped caramel, right? Yeah, it was the, uh, it was an M-Pen to uh, caramel, I That's think. That's exactly what she yeah. looks like. It's, it, I mean, I, Eric, is it kind of cool to think about how, like, in the in the MP days, wow. like, how high up Shit. Michael Pennell and stuff like that was, and now you're doing, like, a breed loan with him? <laughs> I know. I'm saying, it's crazy. I have a mail from him here that, that I was using, right? And I have yeah. to ship them back. And, and I <laughs> I was shitting my pants that something was going to happen to him. Bet it. Please, God, not this one. I don't yeah. want to call Michael Pennell. <laughs> yeah. There you go. I don't want to disappoint him. That is. That snake is sharp. Yeah, it's again, it's. People don't give coastals enough credit. I've been, I say it like every freaking week here. Nobody listens, except maybe Eric, apparently. So, you know. Well, as as take growth, it's going to lose more of that black, and that red's going to get even brighter. That's that's my prediction. I would agree because look at, you see all the the red that's in the head stamp that you kind of can't tell it's there, it's kind of hiding. It's like this is going to be one of those ones where, you know, when you have that snake where you're like, I'm cleaning tubs and then you open the tub and it shed out and you're like, holy shit. Like this is this is the one that shocks you. Now you're like, yes. Or you're like, thank God I didn't sell this one. Or if if you're like if you're like me, somebody posts up pictures of the snake that you sold them and you're like, son of a bitch. So, yeah. You know, oh, and this is an example of what you were talking about earlier with the uh, the black, right? I think yes. because there's such a difference between the saddle color and the base color, and like the black really just like outlines it and makes it yep. pop all the more. You know, it does. Is this this is not? Snake. And what's funny is that this is not a jaguar, mm. right? No. no, that one you just no, said, no, yeah. No. It, I mean. I'm pretty sure at some point, like people, like <laughs> somebody would like this is the most amazing jaguar I've ever seen. Like it's that's just it's really cool looking, and I love it. So yeah, I still keep going back to those. Uh, you know, I've posted it a couple times, but um, there is a uh, oh wow, okay, there was um, a picture of I believe it was Nick that was working on this, but it came from Lemke Coastals that these two mm-hmm. coastals in particular are just insane when it comes to I'm gonna I'll send a picture to you guys too just so you know what I'm talking about. But you could definitely breed the jag out. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. You could uh you could for make sure something that coastal, looks like a jag. Like a jag. Yeah. Right. That doesn't have all the yeah. Doesn't have the Nero. Yeah, it's um I had a Lemke um direct from Nick and I bred it to my huge female that had like zero background at all. And the female's really nice looking that I kept from that. 
Uh-huh. But, you know, it's like I'm looking at her. I'm like, I don't know what to do with you because I don't have anything that really accentuates her colors and stuff like that. So I'm like, let's just see what happens with the red project. So I chucked it to a red Tiger Jag. So, hmm. yeah, I don't know. It's it's stuff like that where you kind of almost wish I kind of almost wish I kept a ton of different coastal babies from way back when back to just see how colors would progress because. That's how projects used to be. It used to be this one's silver. Let's start a silver coastal project because why not? So, oh, um, silver. Yeah. Yeah. That's like, uh, I know me and Eric both uh, dream of having snakes from George and Pewter, but yeah. Sadly, that's one that's. Uh, that's one escaped, that's it escaped one you. One that, that escaped because I had, I had a George and Pewter baby, uh, girl. Uh, really banded-looking female, but uh, again, I did. For some reason, I thought it, she didn't fit in my in my stuff, and I had a what I thought was a, a good friend at the time, and I'm like, well, I I'm in transition, I need, I'm going to graduate soon, I'm moving. How about yeah. if you if you take her for now, you make babies. I sent her, I sent him my the first animal I hatch. You you cross them and and we swap babies and whatever. Well, and, and he wasn't that great of a person, and the animals mm. kind of crapped out and it disappeared. And now they don't exist anymore. So, yeah, which sucks, but it's it happens. Yeah. It does, and that's and that's the thing we talked about earlier. You never know, and you never mm. see this stuff happen. It's why I was I was talking to KJ a few times about other projects where it's like, hey you and me should swap some kids because, you know, I know you're working on this and I'm working on that, but, you know, let's try to keep the projects diverse and alive and with each other's projects and like, we keep it going. Like, you know, it's, it's stuff like that where it's like, you want to keep certain projects in the hands of people that, you know, are going to do really well with them. And also who aren't going to go anywhere because you want to keep them going. Like, uh, and get, we don't ever want to be in the point where we lose it. You know, um, high contrast Queensland pure is gone. It's lost. Um, and the only thing I'm going to be able to do in the next couple of years is give everybody outcrossed. Um, because it's going to take me a couple of years to double back in, but there is still no pure high contrast Queensland left, you know? Yeah, we, we have to get, and I, and I think that's why it's really important the carpet fest and all these things because we we got to make good connections but we also yeah. have to not sit back and be like someone else would do it it's okay yeah cuz then i mean then it's gone and yeah it, 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 and thank god i mean we joke about the uh, duns python thing where i'm like i don't have, i'm not in the place to take gamble on this female duns python Thank God KJ was because he grabbed her, fixed her, sent her to Ryan, and then now they're Duns Python babies. It's like, holy crap. If I had just been, if I had, if he hadn't have been there, who knows? We we could have not had any for years. So, yeah. A great story for sure. I love that. But it's definitely, that's the one that's like my, uh, it's like my lesson there where it's like, take the risk, make sure it's if, if I can't do it, call the friend that I know will and can and get him to do it. So it's like, follow it through, make sure it gets to where it's supposed to go. So, yeah. I'm going to send uh, I finally found it. It took me forever to find it, but 
<clears throat> What'd you find? That picture I was talking about. Thing. Holy crap, wow. Yeah. That's, that is clean as shit. Yes. Wow. That's where's the, one... the what is that? Oh, that's the that's the thing Nick was doing. Oh, I, believe, okay. I believe that snake, if yeah. I'm not mistaken, the story with that snake is that which is kind of funny now, but remember when Nick was kind of like anti Jag? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well Yes I yes I do. Uh Sean Christian um sent him he uh, sent it that I remember he sent it to him in a box. An animal and yeah. uh, and then there's oh, the uh, to me that's uh, just like God. those two snakes right wow. there show you the potential of Lemke shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. I love those colors. It's like that, my that, it's like perfect. my panel. Those 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 are what my Michael Pennells in college looked like. Wow. I, yeah, and I and I I never got to breed them and I hate myself <laughs> because I never got to produce I never got to make more but they looked like that and I've been desperate to get back into the panel stuff like that it's, it's crazy I know I know you guys remember that that weird hypo looking Maclots that was running around yes I, <laughs> ah, god the gold one yes oh I, I took those, those pictures that that guy was was local to me I he, we met at a Walmart parking lot, and I took pictures with my quote-unquote good camera because he didn't have a camera. He he offered that snake to me first, and at the time I'm like, I don't have space for it. I can't. I was again, I was graduating. I can't do it, uh, and I passed on it. So uh, after I told him, I know, right? I tra- yeah. after I told him, hey, you should go to to these forums and talk to this people, this people, and this people because you you might have something there. He he backed up and was like, "No, I'm going to keep it forever." And then and then he traded it for yeah right. He traded it for a berm, and the guy that picked it up, uh, he's a hustler and he killed it. He actually fun thing he tried to sell it to me a few years like five years later, and I went to his house and I'm like, "Okay, is this the snake?" He's like, "Yeah, it's the same snake." Nope, it was smaller. It had a different color, and it just totally didn't look like it. And he's like, yeah, it just changes colors. It's it's moody, and it changes every season because of, I don't know. Uh, Reasons, uh, chameleon yeah. stuff. Like, okay, know. cool. Uh-huh. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> Checks out. Next, it seems legit. Oh, man. I, a, a berm? He traded it for a berm. A berm? Yeah, Please, at least for the love of God, tell me it was like a triple gene, $25,000 berm, not just I a have no idea, but knowing these people, probably not. It was a, it was a one-eyed Craigslist buy. I mean, like, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Came free with mites. Oh, God. <laughs> that kind of berm. A Hamburg I berm. <laughs> I, I hate Burmese pythons now. I hate them all just because of this. Wow. Because like, it, it, we're never going to see that again. I mean, if you think about the, I mean, Eric knows the genetic and the, uh, probably the math more than I do. That's like what a one in a million breeding. Like Uh, who knows if this animal was well caught, you know, it was at the point where, where the she could have been. Yeah. Good luck. Good luck getting another one. You know, it's, uh, 
I want, and, and it, is it a specific locality, you know, that came in, you know, what uh, I mean? right. right. I mean, it was, it's a morph in a locality species. So God only knows. And mm-hmm. it's God. And it's like, you just take that away. Cause I mean, like, you know, I, am I also not too heartbroken because I don't think Maclots pythons necessarily need a morph Eh, kind of, but would it still be something cool to have and to see? Uh, yeah, sure. Why not? So it just sucks. You had to see it in person. It was it was canary yellow in some oh, parts. Oh god! Like a, a green, like an olive, weird green tinge to it. It was it was the craziest thing I've seen. And honestly, it had to be genetic. It couldn't be like it changed color because it's hormonal or anything like that. It did. It, it was just different. At, at, at this point, if I ever find a liasis morph that I know doesn't exist, I'm just going to buy it and mail it to Ryan. And like, he's not even going to know it's coming. So it's just, <laughs> what the hell? It's like, yeah, yeah I mean, because it's, it. yeah, just send it over or, or, or to Nick. You'd be like, please make more of this love, Owen. Like, that's it. Right. So it's, you know, it, it would just be something cool to have. And it's something I think we definitely overlook. I mean, do you remember that all black ring python we saw at Tinley? Yep. Yeah. That would have been cool. I don't even know where the hell that thing went up to. But yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Didn't uh, I thought what's his name picked that up? I thought know. Chad got it, but I thought Chad, Chad also yeah. I thought Chad also sold his rings. I don't know. Wow. So, yeah, again, don't know where it ended up. Um I didn't get to see that Exanthic Timor Python. You did, bastard. Yeah, I mean, that was cool, you know, but I, th- I, th- I don't know. I think with some of those, it sounds hypocritical, to, I guess, to a certain It extent. does. Go on. But, um, you know, it's certain species of python that are just so beautiful as a normal that I don't. Going in the be, other direction. I, yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't know if it's necessarily, like, to me, I guess the, the color that a, that a Timor has just on its own is, is beautiful enough. The, what was like, that pearl Timor that was kicking around? Pictures. Oh yeah, yeah. It's, Wasn't see, like, that's a perfect example. Like you're taking all of the thing that makes a Timor. I thought it was. Was it across the retic? No, that was just me joking. Oh oh <laughs> oh oh! I hated I hated oh, you it for no reason. Look what you did to me. Uh, I was just like, nope, burn it. It's like that. Oh well. <laughs> So Shit. Eric, just so you know the story, right? We're we're messaging. Somebody messaged me a picture of this. Uh, it's it looks like a white. It's it's like a white it Timor like a python. python. Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> and it's just like, oh, okay, this is this is interesting. So uh, I send the picture to Owen, and he's like, oh my god, this is amazing. You know, this is so cool. Blah blah blah. And uh, next thing you know, um, I said, I said, ah, I think it was crossed with a retic. You know, because the ivory retic. And you thought it was serious? I was just kidding, man. I, I don't know what you... People tell you things, they don't tell me things. Like, uh, I figured you had the inside track. No, no, no. Well, oh, shit. That. All they right. T- they talk to you about those oddball pythons. They talk to me that about carpets. So. Which is weird, because I can't get any of the oddball shit to breed. But it's like, yeah, I got you. Yeah. Um, but, cool. no, it's... Speaking it's, of breeding, I mean, have you uh, has your breeding evolved, Eric, over the years from the last time we talked to you? Is there anything that you're doing now that maybe you weren't doing uh, when you first started? 
Yeah, it, I, I have. I, I have better cages now. <laughs> I'm not hiding. Oh, okay. <laughs> that makes a lot of a difference. Trust me. Uh, having your own space helps a lot, too. Uh, just settling in general because you get a, a better rhythm and your animals get a better rhythm of things. Uh, I, dialed, I dialed in the, the night-day cycle a little bit better now. Uh, I, I think... I'm gonna probably shoot myself in the foot, but knock on wood. I, I think I have a good rhythm going on on, on the girls that are currently laying eggs. The my VPI slash Lampkey girl, she's she's not a very good uh, mom. She's always a hit and miss. I think I I think I have to take her cooler than everything else. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, me going back in my head, the times that I've had success with her, I was either in my basement or I I wasn't. I didn't have great uh uh room temps they were all over the place or really cold so i think she needs to be colder than 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 her uh, her babies uh but we'll try and i'll probably gonna give her a couple uh two years off and then i'll try getting her uh cooler and see if that works but everything else uh other than the boas because i've only bred puerto rican boas and i haven't bred any other python uh i i i got a i'm Again, uh, no, I want to shoot myself in the foot, but I'm pretty <laughs> confident that I got them uh, dialed in. So when you say cooler, like what do you, what temps are you talking? Uh, so this you do this, to what you're doing now. Yeah. So this year I went. I think the coldest I went was maybe 68 on the room. Uh, it, but but I did it. Uh, I did it in stages. So I went uh, night temp started uh, 70 76. Then they went down at 76 for a couple of weeks. Then they went down to 70 for a couple of weeks and then 68 and whatnot. And then I just, uh, there were 76 until I think two weeks ago, or maybe a week and a half ago. And now they're back to 78 uh, a night. So I, I, and that's not extremely cold. You probably guys do it even colder than that. Uh, but this year that's what worked for me. I didn't want to get too cold. Because uh, I, uh, uh, I had uh, uh, I, last year I had a girl that got an RA, uh, so I didn't want to repeat that. But I think putting that girl uh, in the bottom of the rack uh, might help because that gets cooler, cooler. Or or having a shorter, cooler period. You know, having two weeks that are 60s, just really low 60s, almost 50s. That kind. Of, well, my house is not going to get 50s. Right. Right. Yeah, you know, it's, uh, it's again, this was just an observation of one time, so it's not like I have a huge uh, um, sample size or, like, that I have a whole ton of data. But being between, you know, going to Australia and being between the jungle and the coastal, uh, yeah. like the Brisbane coastal environment, mm-hmm. way mm-hmm. cooler, way cooler. Not as much humidity. Um, yeah, just totally different. It was it was it was mm-hmm. interesting, you know, and that's the thing. I, I that's the thing I love so much about going to Australia is because you actually get to feel that. You know, it's one thing to talk about it, but like when you actually feel like you know, oh, and you you have a different opinion of how hot it gets now. I mean, it gets ungodly hot in Northern Territory, man. You know, yeah, and that is true. So completely different than what you would find in Brisbane, you know. Yeah. So, um, 
Yeah, it's just interesting. And I think you guys have, have hit uh, this a couple of times, but cooling period is uh, is important because, uh, like you guys said, it's really hot and really awful and, and during the day, and nobody's moving, nobody's doing anything. So when it gets that's where everyone's like, yeah, okay, let's go. I grew up in, in Puerto Rico, and everybody would think, no, it's, it's a hot island, it's a tropical island. Yeah, sure, it's hot. But when it's 90, nobody's out. Everybody hates themselves. So it's, <laughs> yeah. And if you go to to the forest, the forest floor is in the 70s. And the caves, which which are where you're going to find the majority of the, of the boas, uh, it's also really cold. It's in the 70s and the 60s. So uh, I, animals need a, a, a period where there's no cold. Either it's at night or... They do need that heat back up because it's not they're going to get sick, but they, they need that break from just being extremely hot. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you guys remember the period of, uh, you know, when I, well, when I first got into carpets, you know, the, 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 uh, the, the, the cookie-cutter way to keep was, um, you know, 90-degree hot spot. Um, you know, you would have like a 80, 80 to 85 ambient which was just way too hot, you know, mm-hmm. and yeah. yep. now it, it seems that we've, we've cooled it down, but I don't know. I see, I see, I don't know. Maybe you talk to, you talk to a lot of people that are into coastals and stuff, but it seems like they're the ones that people struggle with uh, breeding. And I think, I think you might be on to something as far as it getting them cold enough, you know? So I, I, I hope so. Um, it's, that's odd. Cause I, well, not a lot of people are working with coastals to the point that we are, I guess. They're not as, as commonly bred as jungles, I, I, I guess. Um, but, yeah. uh, people like, for example, uh, Billy Hunt, that he's, the, he's done a couple uh, uh, coastal uh, clutches. Uh, I don't know how cold he can get, you know, in Florida. Yeah, uh, right, right. So I think... I, mean, I think there's a, there's both being having that and having cold, but also like you we you guys have said, just being the student of the serpent, just knowing your animals, see what they do, the rhythm, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, and, and we've said some good things about Billy Hunt, but let's not remember, let's not forget he breeds Jack <laughs> he breeds Jack Pondros. Okay, so let's <laughs> let's that's where I draws the line. <laughs> I try. <it's, laughs> I love the guy. Let's back yeah. up a little bit. <laughs> so like, yeah. <laughs> no, he has some amazing coaches. I know, dude. He's for sure. Yeah. He's he's probably one of those guys that I'm like, I'm gonna look at in a couple of years and be like, shit, I have to buy crap from Billy Hunt now. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that's that's gonna happen soon. And uh so you know, um you know, it's funny, Eric. Like for the longest time, like Owen talks about how he loves so much the coastal carpets. And I'm like, Yeah, okay, well, why do you keep messing around with like, you know, <laughs> like jungles and anything besides wrong with you? Yeah. coastals? I don't I don't get it. You know? I don't I don't have the I don't have the nerve to get rid of everything else and just do the coastals as much as I really, really want to. Right. Uh, uh I'll get there soon. Slowly but surely. I, I'm hoping to just expand and get more room and then be like, good, more room for coastals. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. You finally got Brisbane's, right? What was that? You finally got Brisbane's, right? Yep, I finally got Brisbane's. I love them. They're oh. fantastic. They have their it, – it's different because it's like now I see a coastal. Like I know for a fact it's a coastal. And it, like they've got the the head shape that I like and they, they, 
uh, my one female is red with some nice. like dots and stuff going down her. And then the male is like this cream checkered pattern going down him. And I'm like, holy crap, they look completely nothing alike. <laughs> and I'm like, I cannot wait to breed them. Uh, I got them. They were a little bit on the small side. They're a little bit tiny for their age, but I'm just bulking them up because I'm hoping to get Brisbane's soon. So, Good. yeah. Good. And then, and then after that, I'm going to want like, that's the thing is I'm like, I don't need Rockhamptons. And then I see like Eric's Rockhamptons and I'm like, I need Rockhamptons. Like this is, <laughs> this sucks. It's like, yeah. You're the coastal. You're, you need every single locality. I do. I need every single locality. And then I need to have room to play with my morph stuff. So, yeah, you know, there you go. In the meantime, I'm like, I should breed the albinos. Why are these here? So it's, yeah, you know. Yeah, Billy Eventually. posted up a, uh, I guess it's an M pen. That's stripe thing, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's really cool. That's like a different look that Michael's going for as of recent. Like, uh... I, I, yeah, and I, um, I, I, I dig it, but like you saw where I, where I keep my, my, my Michael Pennell, my M pen stuff is like the ones that you know we were looking at earlier in those pictures from like Nick. That's that's where I hold all M pen up to. Like they need to look like that. So or like your trio, oh, Eric. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think for that one he's he's playing with his own red line. Mike Bonnell is. Okay. And he's starting to breed his original M pen stuff to his his own red line, which is unrelated to, to any mine and blueberry or anything I think that anyone's working with. And I think that weird checkered odd pattern comes from that red. I might be wrong, but I, I think that's the case. That's cool though. Yeah. Very, very cool. Um, okay. So, uh, I, I got a quick question. Um, you know, I was looking at that picture where you're holding that snake in your hand. Mm-hmm. And the uh, the cage behind that is that like your like your juvenile setup that you got going on? Um, that is where I have the the male uh, tannin bar scrub actually. Oh. Uh, so I I noticed that he was in a fifteen quart uh, until recently. Uh, the female was in a thirty two uh, until uh, this year, and I noticed that I I put them. I think that's a a two by two cube, maybe, maybe a little bit taller than, than two. Uh, and since I put them in bigger cages than her, I put her in a, I think it's a little bit longer than three feet long and probably like three feet tall. Uh, just, a, just a, a cage where they can move and bask and go down. Since I did that, they've been, they've been calmer and their bowel mm-hmm. movement have been, uh, have been better. Like I had a problem with, I don't know if it's a problem, but they didn't go to the bathroom as often as I thought they would or they should. And they always looked bloated. So in order for them to, to pass, I had to take them out and either deal with them or soak them. And, and that was, uh, they would go two months without going to the bathroom and then they would go to the bathroom after I moved them. Uh, to these bigger cages, and they have basking spots. They don't have uh, uh, a basket, uh, like a tape or anything like that. It's actually a, a basking light. Uh, rating heat panel for the big girl, and then just a light for him. Uh, since I did that, they've been rarely going to the bathroom just on their own perfectly. 
so I think there's merit into at least having, for me anyways, the scrubs into a, a place where they could stretch and move around and choose where they want to be. <coughs> yeah. Yeah, that's uh, <clears throat> that's cool. Uh, did you get, um, are you working with, what, patternless Exantics? So that mail is from Nick Mutton, and he's a, he's an F1, and he's a patternless uh, Xantic. So he's the, the gold base, uh, patternless. And then the female, it's a Walcott uh, from Dan uh, Mulary, and she is a, a, a Xantic patterned. Oh, okay. Okay. Cool. So I can potentially make everything uh, in one clutch, which will be amazing. <laughs> yeah, it would. Yeah, for sure. That's cool. Uh, have uh, how old? How old? Uh, well, when did he produce them? A couple years ago, right? So what are they like? Um, I don't. The male is almost 2018, um, and then the female uh, was a year and a half when I got it, and I think I got it in time for the So I'm gonna try it up and breed them next season. And see, just put it together, see what happens. Gotcha. That's cool. Cool. Yeah. What made you get into those? Just something different? I always wanted uh, scrubs. I, I really like scrubs. I like their head patterns. I, I like, not necessarily the attitude, but it comes with it. I just like how they look. Uh, mm-hmm. But they're just too big, uh, too much space. Uh, and then the Malukans, which are kind of in between uh, carpet size, uh, I've heard. Uh, they're not going to get too big. They're impossible to get now. You just can't find them at all. And if yeah. you can, you can, you have to you have to tell your soul for one. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So the, the next thing uh, for me was like, well, let's see, tandem bars. People are not into them. I, I kind of gravitate into what people don't like for right. some reason. Uh, so tandem bars are not really in the forefront. Not a lot of people care about them. And I'm lucky enough uh, that I just contact people out of the blue and they're like, yeah, I have one. Do you want it? So that, that's, that's kind of what happened. I just kept hmm. looking at Dan's uh, videos and what he had. And he had a female. And then I contact Nick uh, a couple months later and say, hey, Nick, do you have one? He's like, yeah, I actually have just one male. And then that's it. So right. it's it's things just fall into place sometimes. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's meant it, to be. I don't know, man. Yeah. And that's again, it's it's really good to have those things in people's hands that are going to work with them, and that's awesome. You know, need more of those stuff. Yeah, we definitely do. They're they're little devil noodles, but oh, they're horrible. I hate them. I feel <laughs> yeah. like I don't want to do it. I'm just gonna. I'm not. You know. I can now not do it because now I know Eric's doing it, so it's fine. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah we, we got to pass not the this, Eric. The other no, one. no, the other one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. So, so. Hope to be successful next, next, if not next season, at some point with them. I think uh, uh, my what I'm trying to do is just keep them uh, happy, keep them in a rhythm, and and. Maybe I'll get lucky. You know, if uh, I, I think, I don't remember who was the last one, uh, the hard clock, but they said they just had them together, and then all of a sudden, oh, there's babies. There's eggs on the ground. So who knows? Maybe I'll get that lucky, you know? Put them together, yeah. and like, oh, there, there's eggs there. Yeah. Um, 
I swear was that's it, a secret with scrubs. Nick got them that way. I know Chris has done well with them. I even got them. I got a clutch of infertiles through my one pair just because I put them together and I'm like, the cage is big enough and you guys bite me. Just, just stay over there. <laughs> like, and they just bred. I'm like, all right, whatever. So it, it just, I guess it's just catching them, making sure that they're together at the right freaking time. Mm-hmm. And right. I'm kind of thinking more and more with certain species that I keep missing this on is I'm just going to keep them together and see what happens. So, yeah. Who knows? As long as you, 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 I guess you keep an eye and they don't try to eat yeah, each other. Yeah, eat each other or kill each other. Yeah. <laughs> And the and the closure's big enough and the hot spot's big enough. Like, yeah, I'm not cramming two Timor pythons into 32 quart bins. So, you know, it's get in there. Like, no, it's um, I just uh, I've, I've started putting them together for cool downs, like long cool downs and stuff like that. And then uh, separate for feeding and then put back together. And then uh, like my Timors and my white lips are probably going to stay together till June and then I'll separate. I might do that with uh, with my uh, my Barry Island boas. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I'm last year if I produced them, I was going to be the only one in the states probably. This if I produce them this year, I my also might be the only one. But I'm probably going to just keep them together and then take them out. Uh, either the female wants to eat them, or I get slugs at some point, or babies, or something. Yeah. Uh, we'll see what happens with that. I don't know too much about them. What are they like? Uh, just a locality of uh, like island. So they are, they are a different uh, species. They're uh, Kylobothrus. Uh, I don't know how to say the last name, uh, or the species name of it. Uh, but they became their own uh, species, different from the Bahamian boas, which is oh, okay. I think uh, Striatus. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they are, they're like a gun metal, blue, gray, black snake. They're, they're, they're really cool snakes. Uh, let me look, uh, find you a picture here on the Googles. Mm. Uh, I don't, uh, but I'm not the island. Uh, but they are, there are different species and of that genus of, uh, Kylobothrus. Uh, beat link location. And I hope they're easy to start feeding as the, the Puerto Rican boas. I actually were really lucky. And in a month, some started trickling here and there. But in a month, I had everybody switch. Uh, I never offered a nose, but I had everybody eating by themselves on unscented pinky mice within a month. Which wow. is, I, I guess. I yeah right I lucked out. Yeah, you did. That's nuts. <laughs> that one has nightmares. That's somewhat infuriating. Yeah. So <laughs> that's oh, awesome though. I sent you the link. Barry Island. Huh. Interesting. They're very cool. Very similar to. Um, there's another one that looks just like it, and I can't think of. Uh, it's not. It, it's, um, there's a the there's a few little uh, island Bahamian boas that kind of look the Bahamian boa looks a lot like it. Uh, Exul, I think it is the Cat Island. It's also kind of grayish. It has some spots, but 
it's odd and stuff that nobody really cares about. <laughs> yeah, right. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> I know you. I, you know, we discuss this all the time. But the the idea of like why are those species like not worked with? Is it because of you know? I know the go to is because of the morph type of thing, but like. You know, the more and more I work with some of these oddball species, the more and more I realize that sometimes they suck. <clears throat> you know, <laughs> whether yeah, it's to no, get them you're going right. or, you know, uh, just you have to really have them dialed in. And, yep. you know, um, I think Jeff Murray, he has like uh, probably one of the. I know he works a lot with these. Uh, he, these all my stuff, stuff came from, yeah, all my stuff came from him. Or it came from Jay Wagner, uh, and they all work together. Like if you, if we think the the carpet python community is small, the the island boa community, it's Caribbean island boa community is even smaller. It's tiny, 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 uh, and we all kind of keep together and we work together and we we do loans with each other because uh, these boas, because it takes so hard, so long to get them started, it's so difficult to get them started. Uh, and then when you ask money for them, people are like, what, do you want this much for this snake that nobody cares about? Well, right. I, yes, yes, I do. <laughs> yeah, okay. that, you know how much money I put into an ulcer just to keep this thing alive? You know, that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's better to, to just keep people that really care about these snakes close than sell yeah. them to someone because you just want to get rid of it, you know? Yeah. 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 And some of these are are CITES one permit, so you can't even you can't even sell them. Yeah, you can't, right? You just have to gift them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Which is cool. I mean, then you really are into a species, man. If you have to gift them, <laughs> right? Like, if you got to do that, yeah. Nobody can ever accuse you of being in it for the for the money or the fame or you know any of that kind of stuff. Yeah. Well, maybe the fame. The portal have five babies still. That I, I I don't know what to do with them because because <laughs> I can't I can in my state but nobody in my state care about them I, I'm probably the only one that that bred them in my state uh, and then uh, I have to gift them outside of it and I don't want to gift them just to anyone you know uh, I want someone that also have that passion and drive to to keep them alive you know sure 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 do you see yourself getting into like the Pacific Island boas at all since uh... I- Maybe I want it to at some point. I know I remember when we talked uh, in 2014. I, I wanted to get into viper boas and kandoya and that kind of stuff. Right. Yeah. Um, but I heard they're worse than than the Kylobos reginus. <laughs> so maybe not. Uh, one thing that this might be sacrilegious to say, but I, I feel very very comfortable where my collection is at right now. Right. And I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't feel like I need to add anything i want some things just to complement what i have for example uh my my jagonzantic he's just so narrow he's just so crazy that i i want something to replace him right Mm. but just just stuff like that but i don't necessarily want to add anything new to what i'm doing right now right building building on the projects you have not expanding into different species or other things like that Mm -hmm. yep yeah yeah, I, I I really screwed that up. Like I jumped into so many different species at once and like it just it was yeah. too hard to juggle, you know? It's it's I It's a know. lot. You try to you try to put all 
you know, my thinking was is that, you know, a Python is a Python and they all kind of fall into the same box, you know, little tweaks here and there, but boy, was I wrong, you know? Uh, yeah. <laughs> carpets just... Yeah, you need like a, a facility just to keep uh, different rooms and different stuff. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's, I had to, um, I had to build a completely new room to kick out the, the team wars, the olives and the white lips. Cause they were not, it, it, it wasn't working for them in the carpet room. So, and they needed larger spaces. And this is the first year I've been getting visible locks from my olive pythons. And wow. this is the first year that they're out of the room. So, Holy crap, clearly I finally tripped into something correct. It's like, okay, so. <laughs> uh-huh. How long have you, have you had them for? Uh, the one pair is seven years. I've had them since they were babies. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. and then the other pair I got is adults, and I've had them for about two years, and they've not done anything. I kicked uh-huh. them both out into the side room where I let them drop way cooler than the other room, and I have visible locks from both pairs. Damn. Wow. Good luck with those. Yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah, it would be cool if you produced them for sure. See, well, I mean, we're waiting. It's the only pack, and it's the only python we didn't get in the Northern Territory. Correct. And yeah. I mean, I think the mojo was off or something. You know, I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh. we get uh, you know. Till 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 Owen Pelly show up, then uh, then you. No, no, I mean, this, this is our one. This is our one per uh, episode where we can mention Australia and the Owen Pelly Python. So, oh, uh, man. yeah, it's, um, I think Owen Pelly was a win. So I, I think it's okay. it's okay that you didn't see the the olives, you know? Right? Yeah. I'll I mean, take it. you know, I, I, if I had to change, <laughs> if I had to swap them out, I mean, yes. For but, sure. Uh, well, no, cool. it's a. Uh, it's definitely cool when you think about that kind of stuff, where it's like. Um, you tweak one thing and then you might get success with a pair or something that you've not had success with for years. Um, yeah. So, you know, who knows? Maybe it's just maturity, you know, maybe they right. Take or mature. Maybe it's the male. Like, you know, I, I, I was oh, yeah. going to, I was going to swap the boys around and do different pairs this year, but I didn't. Um, and somehow it's working out and I'm like, whatever. I don't know. I don't know. So, who knows? Have you, uh, Eric, going back to Reds, have you, you know, with the hypo and the caramel kind of being out there, have you had a lot of people interested in the red? Or, like, what is, what is, uh, what kind of feedback have you got from people? Um, uh, so funny you mentioned, I don't, I don't know if I, I'm great at advertising myself, uh, but a lot of the stuff that I've sold, uh, it's locally. I did uh, my first show. I think 2018, I did two shows, one in local in Des Moines, and I did one in Omaha. Mm-hmm. And after Omaha, I was pretty much sold out. Uh, all, the majority of them went to uh, people that they've never had snakes, and it was their first snake. So their first snake was one of my babe, one of the coastals. Uh, and that I think that was great. I, 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 I tried to educate uh, the people that came into, into my table what it was, everybody, they thought they're either they were ball pythons or whatever, you know, that nobody knows what they are. I was the only dedicated uh, carpet python person there. I brought uh, a care sheet. Uh, I brought uh, links to your guys' stuff. And, and I tried to, to make it into more of an educational booth 
rather than, hey, I want to sell you the snake. And I saw people under me like, hey, I want to buy my first snake today. Uh, I, this is the first booth I'm going to stop by. I'm going to go around and see. And I've had people come back and be like, nope, I'm going to buy one from you because you are you know your shit and you didn't try to sell me anything. Uh, so a lot of my stuff went to people that don't know what they have, which fine. They, they're they enjoying the snake for what it is, which is just a pretty snake. Right. Uh, they have a cool and, uh, Yeah, right. And and now I've been uh, showing more to people that are that know what it is and are will be interested in in more of the 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 red for uh, Mountain Blueberry or me doing lineage or blah blah blah, uh, and it's slowly trickling into being more interested, uh, but it's not as much as as I would think. Uh, Carmel's uh, the the following that a Carmel gets, or the following that a Hypo will get as soon as they're more available, you know. And mm-hmm. I'm okay with that. Uh, I don't produce that much that I, I can uh, I, I can have a lot of people in uh, waiting, you know. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. That's <clears throat> well. It's always better to produce less and need more than. Well, I guess it depends if you need the money for for whatever but uh you know uh i think it keeps the uh the market for those you know more stable i guess is maybe the right word you're right and then you know you don't have to worry about having a ton of animals because you may have five or six really good ones but you might have like two or three ones that hang out till they're a year and a half old so it's it's good to have less animals so yeah yep, definitely yeah uh I, I i for um this year uh i want to advertise more one of the things i i talked to uh david Semino about was just uh bumming on his table and just putting two of my adult uh reds in a display case and mm-hmm. just sell them there and show them off that's it just show them off and be like hey this is what a red is I know that you guys have heard it probably because of the, the what I'm doing today in the show. And then mm-hmm. uh, I'm writing an article for, for Herpetological Magazine uh, hopefully soon. So maybe that will start interest. And then, hey, look at it at Tinley. This is what we're talking about. See, it's different from Carmel. It's different. I don't know from Hypo. I've never seen a, a Hypo uh, adult in person, so I, I don't know how to compare them to. But uh, at least... And and I think showing adults is super important to people. Oh yeah. And, and hopefully that will 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 start a, a new interest in in what I'm doing and and what other people are doing too. I think uh, Mike uh, Michael Bunnell's Reds and uh, uh, Jason Balin's Reds and and you Eric working with uh, with Red and that old uh, oddball Red uh, that you produce for my Azantic stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I think there's, there's a lot going on in the future of of this uh, line and lineage. Here's a question. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Um, what's your thought, you know, after producing that oddball, weird zebra, red zebra, who knows what the mm-hmm. hell Thing. came yeah, from? Yeah, that, that, yeah. <laughs> um, do you think that, uh, you know, it made me take a step back and think about is the, you know, remember that whole red jungle thing? I wonder if somehow, okay. at some point, that blood you know, the MBB blood or whatever, 
you know, kind of crossed into there. And, you know, that's so what we saw. I, I, I talked to Kohler and I talked to uh, Nick Munn about this. And I also talked to recently, I've been talking to KJ. He had a, he just had a clutch of Azantix that uh, I think were red and they produced mm -hmm. red baby too. So the, the founder animal, were, the founder Exantic was either red or carried red or was outcrossed to an animal that carried red. And so anything that out from, uh, from that founder animal from Paul Harris has the potential to produce red animals because yeah. both uh, Michael Bennett, I'm not Michael Bennett, sorry, both Nick Mutton and Eric Kohler, which got their animals straight from the source, right. uh, are producing reds or have been producing reds. Right. Yeah. Me too. My exanics all came from, uh, from Paul. Yep. 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 Interesting. Yeah. I, don't know, I don't know if it's Madame Blueberry. I don't know if it's related or unrelated. Uh, I have no idea on that. Yeah. But I guess it just goes back to your point you were saying earlier about knowing the, you know, the history of your animals can, can answer questions like that because I think the go-to is like when it pops out, it's like, oh, I got a new morph. You know what I mean? People yeah. jump to that, uh, you know, look what I got. You know? But world's that's first really, uh, go for it sorry no the people will start screaming that they got the world's first whatever the hell it is you know without even actually doing the uh, uh work to prove it out yeah or just asking a few questions you know going back to the to the person you got it from and mm -hmm. if that person is legit they they will know or at least have enough information that you can track back and and be like, oh, okay, I got it. I, yeah. I figure it out. Right. Okay. So I guess, well, here's a question. If you could, if I know you're talking about, you know, like being happy with your collection and where you're at, but if you could add something into uh, to your collection, what, w what would it be? Not necessarily, like, you know, uh, the dream list, if you will. Is there something sure. that's uh, still out of your grasp that you want to... Uh, I, I, I don't really want um, looking. I, I do like them. Uh, I, if I could keep more uh, locality uh, super dwarf, I, I would do. I don't. I don't necessarily care about uh, morphs that much, particularly python morphs. Right. Uh, yeah. But the locality stuff, I'm. I'm a fan of, and I, I'm. I'm just a fan of the the reticulated pythons themselves. But having them in a small package just makes it. Uh, Makes it better. Uh, side note: uh, Do you still have Eric that 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 uh, super dwarf from from Garrett? I know you two were trying yeah. to do. Uh, yeah, awesome, great, yeah. that's fantastic. Yeah. Makes me have. Yeah. Uh, so that and, and I do miss my Sabus. Uh, mm. They were they're so unique. They're very. I agree with everyone that I've said this. They're very colubrid like, and I I I like that. And maybe one day I would go back to, to that. Uh, other than that, I, I don't know. I would have to go back and, and see it and think. Because I'm, I'm one of those people that even if it's a hypothetical, I would think, can I keep it? Do I have the space? Do I have the size? Do I have the, the food and the, the food 
money to to keep this thing alive, you know? Sure. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. if I had the space and the unlimited resources, I'd probably have a pen outside with with monitor lizards and and tagus and stuff like that, you know? <laughs> but all the money in the world, I'd go nuts. <laughs> like, yeah. If Bro. I had fuck you money, I'd go insane. Oh, yeah, yeah, so. <laughs> Owen would have a farm like... Uh, oh, God, it'd be park. nuts. Oh, God, <laughs> yes. <laughs> you guys would all have to pay to come see my collection. Yeah. It'd be nuts. <laughs> oh, God. <sighs> yep. I got to play Powerball. <laughs> so, yeah, no kidding. But, yeah. Nice. I don't have to worry about making money from the snakes. You can just enjoy them and sell them. Yeah, just, uh, and you know. I'd hire you as my personal keeper, buddy. Oh, okay, fair enough. Yeah, that's not clean enough. Do it again. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Somehow I think my life would be hell. <laughs> oh, oh yes. Oh, it'd be bad. Oh, man. <laughs> you wouldn't want to leave. Yeah. Hire someone to take care of cleaning poop and whatever. And all you do is just play with your snakes. That's it. That's it. Yep, done. I think so, the only thing that would uh, that sometimes I hear people that do that um, that that hire people to take care of their snakes is like sometimes you miss things you know yeah like and that miss and that that's uh, no fun like I'd want I if I'm gonna hire anybody to do anything I'm gonna hire people to sell my snakes because I suck at that so you, you do. know let, <laughs> yeah let me let me care for them and like you know clean you guys you you take pictures and sell them yeah. Yeah, you know, people. That's what I would have. I would hire a salesperson for sure. <laughs> you, you, you pretend to be Owen at shows, all right? I'm going to stay here in my right. pajamas. Like, yeah, I got it. So. Are you headed out to Tinley Park uh, this year, Eric? Uh, I will in uh, in October, not in March, October. but I, I'm going to do everything I can to go in October. I went last year, and I had a, I had a blast. I didn't spend much time at the show itself. Uh, right. I did a lot of after-hour stuff. Uh, while the show was going on on Saturday, I actually went to the museum uh, right. instead of like seeing the show. Right. Uh, oh, the, field, but, the, the field museum? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Museum. I want to go there. It uh, was really good. It's yeah. really really. Good. Uh, and then next year, if I don't, if I don't get uh, uh, involved uh, too much, I want to go to the Shed Aquarium. So that will be yes. my. my um, um, what is it? I don't know what I don't know what he's doing. He's probably going to be on another trip to Australia. But I, I took uh, off in in and around uh, Tinley Park for October. So this might be one of those rare times where I go someplace without Eric, um, which is weird. Are you gonna- uh, my plan was my plan was to try to go to Tinley Park in October. So um, oh, I, I mean, without, without Eric, are you going to be OK? Because you're, you're going to go to Tinley Park without him. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm all right. Um, there have been a few moments where I've traveled without him. Um, I just, uh, I, I usually just adopt a short person in a room and be like, this is my, <laughs> this is my security <laughs> hobbit. And like, you know, I feel better if I just, you know, uh, uh, Michael Arnold's going to be there hopefully. And I'll just hang around him and then I'll feel better. So yeah. All right. All right. There you go. See, no, I might head out to Tinley, but I'm not vending at Tinley. But oh uh, hell no, I'm flying. I'm flying in Friday where I'm having fun, and then I'm leaving. <laughs> it's like not doing that drive. Oh, I'm not man, doing that shit. I'm flying in, and then I'm gonna hang around and do my stuff, and then I'm gonna fly because then I have to work um, that Tuesday. So yeah, no, uh uh-uh. uh uh, uh-uh, I'm not driving. 
All right. I think we are at the uh, right about the two hour mark. I don't know. Is there right. anything else that you wanted to hit on, Eric? Any other info you want to share with us as far as stuff you want to toss out there? Your website, okay. contact, your uh, stuff. No, I, I, I don't. I don't have anything right now to, that, that I can think of. If you guys have any any questions, I, uh, I'm I'm more than happy to answer. Uh, my uh, my uh, my stuff on Facebook is uh, Bazooka's Ectotherms. That's Bazooka in Spanish, which is B A S U C A Ectotherms. Uh, I recently just did a, an Instagram after having people tell me to go and do an Instagram. So there's no. <laughs> much. Uh, you can probably find me as the same as uh, Facebook name, but you can also find me as uh, Eric dot. Uh, w dot C H A C O N. Okay. And uh, stay tuned. Uh, I'm only again. I'm only gonna have three clutches. I I I need a little bit of the Eric Burke mojo to keep holdbacks and not sell everything. <laughs> uh, so mm-hmm. if anyone wants something, uh, you'd have to you have to tell me and keep in touch. Because there's people like, for example, again, I'm going to mention his name, Billy Hunt. That Billy Hunt. Gonna <laughs> <laughs> He's going to buy all of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> yep. yeah, Get there a, first, damn it. Yeah. That's right. Um, I don't know if we, um, you know, I don't, I don't know if we hit on this in detail. It might have been when I stepped away for a second, but, and I can move, maneuver that, what we just said to the end, but. Right. Um, anyway. Selective breeding, like, uh, did you have any other thoughts on that as far as, like, I know you wanted to sort of uh, to talk about it, but, um, you know, as, like, you can have it as far as, you know, just pertaining to carpets. I mean, is there anything? Yeah, and, and I think I have a few bullet points. Uh, okay, we've we've sure. kind of been talking about it here and there, but I have a few bullet points. Uh, so if you're going to selective breed anything, uh, uh First, you need to think about uh, the the history. You know, if you have pictures of the parents and grandparents, that's going to help you a ton because then you're not gonna you're not fighting against what you want, right? You're you're hopefully you're gonna obtain animals that will help you gain your goal of what you want. That's that's one. So if you don't have lineage information, it, it, it might take longer to get where you want. Uh, second is uh, just take your time. Uh, it's it's gonna take longer than you think, and don't be afraid to uh, don't be afraid to uh, cross uh, uh, parents with kids and aunts and all that because that's how that's how you concentrate the genes that you and and he, genes I'm not saying as a mutation but the look that you're looking for right that's how you're going to to get what you want once you get what you want. Uh, then you can start outcrossing. Again, if you have outcross that are related to what you have, that will make it easier because you won't be fighting other stuff. But if you can find complementary animals to outcross uh, and then bring them back to mom or dad or siblings and then just keep doing that until you get what you want or you get to a place that you're like, okay, this is what this is how I feel that the price is not going to go anywhere or I feel comfortable that this is the look that I want or it's always evolving. So I don't, uh, maybe it will get to a point where it's just stable. Like, uh, for example, jungles, 
jungles, there's, uh, I don't want to say there's no improvement, but they're to a point where how can you improve a screaming, dark, black, just canary yeah. yellow animal, you know? It, that, that's uh, it. You really can't go anywhere with that. <laughs> achieved, yeah. Right. So there's, there's a point where you're going to get to that, or there's a point, there, and, it, and it might take three generations, it might take ten. Uh, right. uh, Nick Moten has been working with his ivory for what seven generations, yeah. if not more. So yeah. it, it takes some time, it takes some patience. I like what uh, I think Howard Redding has said this. If you wanna you wanna be someone, quote unquote, be someone in the in the reptile hobby, you just need to be here. That's it. You just need to stay here, stay constant, uh, and then do what you want to do, and yeah. and eventually people will fall through, and you'll be the the one still doing what you want. Yeah. Right. <coughs> That's good advice. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I'm still here doing carpets, you know, even right. when everybody else is telling me. Everybody else is gone. Yeah. It's it. Yep. I mean, think about it. If you sit here and think about just how many people have come and gone since you started, you know, yeah. wow. And there's always that, there's always those few people who come on like a bat out of hell and they're like, I'm going to be the next big. And then they sell everything. And it's like, all right, well, bye. So it's yeah. like, it's I, yeah. I think the one yeah. mistake that I made when it comes to, you know, working with, um, working with carpets in general is just that I wanted everything and I wanted it yesterday. So mm. rather than work, you know, like sometimes you'll hear the ball Python, you know, old school guys where they, you know, it's like, oh, well, I went and bought this lesser and I bred it to some normals and I produced some lessers and then I sold them and then I went and bought, a, you know, now I bought a, a pastel. So then I bred the lesser to the pastel. And then, you know what I mean? Like slowly taking those projects step by step and not right. just, you know, thinking that you got it. Because I, I think sometimes people have a tendency to, I mean, we're all. Uh, the same way where we're looking at classified ads and stuff and anytime I, I, when you think yeah. you're done something pops up and you're like god damn it <laughs> man it's, it's, ah, yeah. that's how it always works it's like <laughs> the problem is is that luckily we're in that point now where we have snake money where it's like i'm like oh man this white lip popped up and i'm like holy crap i need this white lip i've been dancing around not getting one not getting one not getting one and then i message them i'm like will you trade for carpet and they're like yes i'm like thank you god <laughs> like it's like oh, i it worked yeah so, but yeah, yeah i mean it's even the same thing though like you know most people if you hear them talk and uh, i would be the same it's like okay so you take you you cut corners with your caging or you cut corners with your equipment in order right. to you know mm -hmm. get the flashiest uh you know whatever is the flashiest thing at the time you know and, yeah uh, Take, take your time and yeah. stick yeah. with your projects because that is how you become somebody like Eric, where it's like people are going to seek his reds because he put in the time, he put in the effort, and he had a plan. So, yeah, there's certain people that pop out to me, and like when you look at their collection, maybe they're not, you know. Not, I just think of like uh, okay, people that come to mind. Like back in the day, you got Mo from Mojo Reptiles, and like her mm -hmm. Jags was the, the you know the, the cornerstone of her stuff. You know, Eric mm -hmm. with the Reds, and Jason with the Tigers and the Reds, and um, you know, uh, think about uh, um, 
I'm trying to think of uh, some other people that pop into my head that just, you know, they might not have like the biggest collection, but they, they have really refined the look that you're, that they're looking for. You know, uh, uh, what's his name? Um, John Battaglia from Morelia mm-hmm. Trophy Club. Not oh, a huge yeah. collection at all. And not even like the most cutting edge of stuff uh, when you think. No, about but it, like. No, but he puts a gamma around like a gorilla skull or an allosaurus head, like on an entire black background. You're like, my God, like it's it again. You have a plan, you stick with it and you keep going. And then eventually people will seek you out for your stuff. So I I heard that uh, Will Leary, which we all talk about, he he didn't have a big uh, uh, collection either. I think no. it was Nick told me that he he never had more than like four clutches a year, and that's a lot, you know, for him. Yeah. So you don't have to be a big guy and make all these morph and then make all this stuff and have the most expensive animals. You just need to be consi- consistent and and love what you want, have a passion uh, for what you're doing. That's I think that's the most important stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. You know that's. I'm sorry, Owen, but you know, if you hang up at this point, it is what it is. But you know, that's kind of me with the uh, with the IJ stuff. You know, that's like strike three, you son of a bitch. <laughs> like, yeah. But you know, there's so much potential there, just in the normal. Um, you know, maybe they're not quite as variable as coastal carpets. You know, but all right, you saved it. Good job. Thank you. You know, it's still, there's a lot of potential and a lot of different directions that you can go um, just, just with the normals, you know, and then. Yeah. uh, When I was, when I was looking into something to do, uh, just to add uh, a field to the fire, uh, I was, it it, it was either I would do the reds or I was going to work with IJs and do a selective breed with IJs. So it, it, one toss of a coin, and maybe I would have been doing this, but with some kind of weird IJ uh, phenotype. Who knows? Well, yeah. uh, you wouldn't have been on here. <laughs> so it's, <laughs> it's no, but it's and I've said that constantly. Where it's like there's there's a ton of different looks to IJs, and yeah. it's shocking that more people didn't try to work that out. I think everybody yeah. just got wrapped up in the jungle black and yellow stuff because. You know, can you imagine the different lines, the different colors, the different patterns? I mean, there's so many that realistically we could have every 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 person can have a different look at this point if they focused on one. You know, mm-hmm. it, well, it's yeah. that not. I think the advantage with the IJs in particular is just the fact that you can get wild caught bloods. Yes, that's the other thing, that's, too. That's a huge yeah. advantage that you can really, you know, uh, refine projects and make sure that the, you know, the animals for the long, I, I, sometimes I think, you know, like just with, well, if you take carpet pythons in general for us here in the States, you know, it's a little bit difficult to make sure that, uh, you have to do your due diligence to make sure that you're trying to keep the animals as healthy as possible. Um, and I wonder sometimes if some issues that we're having is from, you know, like you think of the cancer, you know, mm-hmm. that you see pop up or tumors that pop up. And um, um, me and Rob were talking about the Sylvester line of coastals, and it just seemed like no matter what, you know, and why did that line die out? Well, maybe it died out because they're prone to tumors, and people were just like, no, because the one animal I had was beautiful, and I think I had a female, Nick had a male. I was like, oh, man, these are the only two left of this uh, um, 
bloodline, yeah. and that it was lost because he lost the animal to a, to a tumor. I lost the animal to a tumor. Well, so. I mean, let's think. I think at one point we were all thinking about um, uh, what is it, Madame Blueberry Benjamin line from two thousand four, mm-hmm. five. I mean, we looked around, and I had one. Howard had one. Everybody had one, but they didn't live past the age of six, seven. Right. I mean, you know, and it's, it's who knows? Who the hell knows? So. Yeah. That's interesting because I I had a I had a Luke Snell uh, female red female from from his last I think one of his last clutches. And she also passed away because of a because of a tumor. It's yeah. something that happens. I mean, I had the uh, my last my last MB the last um, uh, jag I had that was tied into my Madame Blueberry Benjamin jag. She died. She was full of tumors when she died. Wow. So, yeah. I mean, who knows? So yeah, I mean, I'm you know I'm not that don't I don't want people to be afraid. Of, cancer happens. You Don't be afraid. I mean? But I mean, most yep. things usually die of cancer at some point. You know, people yeah. and yep. uh, animals. animals. So and other yeah, things. So and then you right. wonder, like, you don't know if it's the food. You know what I mean? Like, we oh, yeah. cancer yeah. from from our diets and stuff. And you know that the hobby has a tendency to really overfeed animals. And uh, yes, I think that's the main issue: is we overfeed the shit out of our animals. Yeah, 100%. yeah. And there's there's a there's a a, a thing about uh, and I've seen this that I I get it. You need to feed more mice to an animal than you need to feed feed rats. But but if your animal is feeding on mice, then just let it feed mice. You know, who cares? What's the, right. Yeah, <laughs> you're right, man. I never understood that. I never. I mean, I mean, I, I, I actually I got it when I when I when I when I was uh, younger and and I was in college. I don't know maybe they're cheaper and you can and I and I was those that fed every Thursday and that kind of that kind of deal. Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah. So so I get it when you have that mentality, but when you when you mirror what you're doing with what they do in the wild, they don't eat every Thursday. They don't always eat big meals. Nope. Uh, they don't they don't care if it's a if they have a mice they have a mice if they have a pigeon they have a pigeon you know right, if yeah. they're eating. Just, just count your blessings. Your animal is healthy, and it's actually wanting oh, yeah. food. Yeah, it's, and it's. I mean, and we're sitting here thinking that you can't get a carpet python to breeding size on mice. Like, if it's a male, oh hell yes, you can. Oh, like, yeah. I mean, you know, my my male albino eats retired breeder mice, and he's fine. He's good size yep. to breed. I might even get a clutch out of him this year. So nice. yeah, nice. Do you uh, do any kind of uh, uh, cycle feeding or anything like that now, Eric? Have you, I know you said you were doing this, you know, in a certain way when you were just getting into it. Have you changed anything as far as that goes? Uh, I've been uh, this year. Uh, I actually introduced uh, chicken wings. Oh, okay. uh, yes. And, uh, <laughs> and I noticed that uh, after the, the the girl that laid eggs recently, she had a chicken wing before I, I cut off food. And she laid eggs, and after she laid eggs, she looked just the same as before. She she went into hibernation, or into the cooling period. She didn't she didn't even lose any mass or anything. She looked beautiful. 
So I, I've been adding uh, chicken uh, wings here and there uh, uh, on top of my. I tried Repti links at one point, and right. the thing I didn't like about them was that carpets hit hard. So mm. if they, yes. that thing, it just breaks open and it just becomes a mess. That's the only yeah. thing I didn't like about them. If not, I probably would have would have keep them in hand and use them here and there. I might actually get some because, like you know, with the with my with a lot of my Calibrate stuff now that are just eating like plates of food, like I might just sneak in some Reptilinks. That might be a little bit better of an option. So I don't know. I, I, I like them. I like their products and yeah. and I, and I like their their scenting stuff. That saved my my ass. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Getting the, the Puerto Ricans to feed. So. Oh, you mm. had success with that, like uh, doing that. Yep. Oh. Yep. I tried the the frog uh, and I tried the anole. I also tried the the iguana links. Uh, they didn't really care about the iguana links. I used the iguana links then for scenting, and I had a few that ate on that. I had a few that ate on something. A few that ate on the other stuff. The the most success I had was with the frog scenting. And what I did was I washed the pinkies on on unscented soap, like hunting soap, to take the scent off. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. Get them really hot, uh, and then put a couple drops of the scent, and then offer them overnight. And uh, slowly but surely, they they just started taking them and switching. Very nice. Hmm. Good stuff. Yeah, I had success with uh, with using their stuff to get stuff going. Um, the sense is kind of what I did. I guess if if at one point I breed Antaresia, um, hopefully <laughs> they'll work again. You know. Mm-hmm. I've heard those are rough too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. I I don't know. I guess I was listening to. Um, from the ground up and they had some guys on there and they were talking about um, pygmy pythons and they were talking about how you know they are like a thousand dollars you know for for uh, like an established yearling but like you got to think of the work that goes into to those yeah yeah Mm -hmm. Um, like you really gotta like you know, and and the other thing that I didn't know about it is they were talking about how they have to be fed more often. I guess their metabolism is a little bit higher than say uh, um, other Antaresia. So, um, you know, they, they would, they would yeah, I guess because they're smaller or whatever, um, that uh, um, they would have to do it like every, uh, you know, like twice a week or something like that that's a pain in the ass man that has that has <laughs> to be a huge I mean? pain like, in the balls yeah <laughs> like holy yeah. shit so what you know if you love the species which the you know they're very cool and that's probably i you know i had uh, a pair and i lost them and that's probably why because i fed them probably more like a carpet than i did mm-hmm. well they should be but cool stuff all right yeah man, man. i think uh I think we did it. Um, cool. Awesome, man. Sweet. Um, uh, Thank you for, for, for having me. I, I, I love doing this. So I love talking to you guys. Yeah, totally. It's all... We we promise we won't make we you won't wait have... like six years. Yeah, like, you know. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. You know. Maybe yeah. after uh, yeah after you hatch out stuff this season or whatever, you stop back and we can, uh, you know. We can Go over it again. Yeah. See what, you, see what your results are. Uh, really? 
I'm really excited to see what hatches out of the the Madam Larry Head Azantic stuff. I I have I have a feeling that they'll. You guys seen the Craig line Australian uh, yeah. Azantics? Yep. Yes. I have, I have a feeling that that's what they're gonna look like once I get a visual uh, for from them. Maybe a little bit more ivorish looking, because right. I think I I have more yellow on them, but. The open pattern, I think that's it's gonna be close. So I'm excited for that. Yeah, uh, yeah. definitely. They're beautiful snakes for sure. Yeah, definitely. I am in love with that. If we could if we could get the Australian government to just send captive born stuff for yeah. people that breed, that's that's all we want, right? That's yeah, it. that's really it at this point. Yeah. Can you imagine? I say this all the time, but we would be so broke. <laughs> oh dear God! Yes, yeah, yeah, we'd, we we'd all have to pull in our money to have a container truck like just dropped yeah. off here. Like I mean, it would be it would be like nuts. East but, Coast shipment, West Coast yeah, shipment. Yeah, East Coast shipment. West Coast, like oh yeah, it would be bad. Are you kidding me? But man, would that be a good day? Oh you know? God, it would be a good day, like Christmas. Like, uh, oh wait, these are Het Silver Pepper Inland cards. Oh my God. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is actual locality coastal carpet from the southern range. The actual locality, like, like right. actually with oh the, the, the GPS pings of where they were found. Yeah, no. Yeah. Oh God. Scott would just be picking coastal carpets off his fence in his backyard and just shipping, <laughs> shipping it. Yeah, it's like yeah. another one. Yeah, another crap it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'd get the albino coastals I wanted. Oh yeah. Yep. Oh God, yes. Yeah. I would get into albino then. Portal. Yeah. Plug it into the reds for sure. I think there was. Oh, I think an al- I think an albino. That? I think yeah, an albino red coastal would look like those albino bread lie that freaking Eric yeah. was talking about. Yeah. 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 Oh. Um. I got oh, in you trouble. Just got my brain going. <laughs> I got. In, I got. I got in trouble this weekend. Apparently. Uh-huh. Apparently, when you go on the radio and you say something along the lines of that Eric Kohler breeds mutt carpets, he finds out about it and he calls you and yells at you. So, um, did you say that? I apparently I did. So it's uh, it, apparently he's going to beat my ass at Hamburg. To which I said, "That's adorable, thank you." So, um, oh, you were probably talking about Maclots, how he doesn't. Even I was talking about I was, localities. I I think I, I said something about how he'll breed. Um, carpet pythons. So apparently there was a show, and somebody walks up and they're like, oh, "Do you have mixed carpet pythons?" He's like, "What?" And he goes, "Well, Owen McIntyre said you breed." Them. <laughs> so he called me. He goes, "What are you doing? The complete strangers are coming up to me." And I'm like, oh, "That's great. That's awesome." I'm like, "I, I'm like, I thought it would take longer to get to get back to you, but I'm excited for that." So, oh, yep. Nice. So what's the rumor of the week, Owen? You want to do a rumor of the week? Uh, and you can. I can't. <laughs> I, I can't do a rumor of the week, but I do have to do a public service announcement for the oh, people boy. at some point. And this is like where we get serious. So we might win. Um, you know, I don't know if Eric wants to stick around for this one, but we can go into it um, if you want to. Yeah, go for it. That's All right. If you want to stay around? Go ahead, Eric. You, All right. So uh, recently, actually, is probably about Friday. I had a friend of mine um, return home from work around midday. Okay. Uh, to find her entire house was filled with smoke. And um, apparently the heat tape in one of her boa constrictor cages uh, had caught fire and she lost her entire reptile collection as well as her entire spider collection 
did significant damage to her home as well as she lost two of her cats. So this is just kind of the service announcement for everybody out there. Please check your heat tapes. If you have old heat tapes, if you have the ones that are the older models, which is just the crimp metal with the plastic covering, replace them. Just, you know, I know it's probably annoying as shit to move your racks and do all this other stuff. Um, Make sure your racks are clear. If heat tape touches other heat tape, it will melt and it will catch fire. Um, Do your due diligence. You know, we talked about earlier, people spend a ton of money on these reptiles and then kind of just go off of line and grab whatever cages or racks are available. Um, Understand that this is a fire hazard and uh, it's very dangerous. And I spoke to her I think it was this weekend, and she's obviously devastated. And the only thing she asked me to do was just to go downstairs and make sure all my stuff is set. And uh, she was running a Herpstat 4. That's a 400-something dollar computer system, and she still had a house fire. So I don't mean to scare anybody, and I don't mean to really put anybody off, but please, please, please double-check your stuff and be safe. Wow. Yeah, that, that's everybody's nightmare, man. Worst nightmare, dude. It, 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 and it it kills you because, I mean, uh, she had a pretty extensive collection and not to mention like her and her boyfriend are now like living out of a hotel room because, you know, the, the, there was smoke in the entire house. She actually risked her own life going back in to get her animals, the dogs and the cats and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, God forbid something happened to her. You know, it's it's. Just please food for don't. Yep. Don't just be like, it's fine. Like change it. That's it. Damn it. Now I got to go change. I I would. I'm actually. I'm changing my heat tapes at Hamburg. Like I I just rearranged my room and found that two of my uh, heat tapes were actually touching and one was melting and I unplugged that rack. And now I'm sitting here and I'm like. Yep. Nope. All the tapes are getting redone. Like that's it. No, uh, I'm going to go and I'm just going to redo it. And it's like message freaking received. Like that is, I, I can't even imagine losing my entire collection. Like I've been yeah. working on trying to phase that out. Phase uh, heat, out heat tape. Yeah. Heat tape scares the shit out of me. Yeah. So I like the heat rope. Yep. Heat, is, uh, heat cables. Awesome. Um, Still can catch fire for sure. Of course, I'm saying Every, that it's you know anything heat with heat pan- can uh... heat panels can catch fire. Like there's a lot of yeah. stuff. I mean, and right now they're trying to figure out whether the fire started in the pad, uh, the heat mat or whatever she was using, the thermostat or at the outlet. The problem is, is as and I'm going to say this as an insurance guy, um, a lot of insurance bylaws for homeowners insurance exclude reptiles and other animals. Ooh. That's, so that's even more scary. <laughs> yeah. Now think about it this way. They might have grounds to deny your claim when it comes to a fire insurance claim. Wow. Mm. So guys, it's like we're already playing with fire here. <laughs> like mm-hmm. please, please, please. If you have a piece of machinery or a, a or a heating implement in your collection that you're not a hundred percent on, throw it the fuck away and get a yeah. new one. Mm-hmm. Yes, I know it sucks. Trust me, I know how much these things cost. Yeah. But do it. Well, it's a lot cheaper than uh, your house. Replacing yes. your house yeah. or your collection, yeah. your entire collection, yeah. or God forbid, yeah. you because your life. yeah, or a loved you know, one. You know? Exactly. No, don't 
please don't risk it. And, you know, I told her I was going to do this. And that's really all she wanted to do was just to tell people to just double check their stuff. That's it. Okay. So sorry to end on like a really crappy note here, guys. But it's like, wow. um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a good note. I, I, I agree. We all, we all need to, to look at our uh, technology or whatever we use to heed and control anything. Make yeah. sure it's working. I, I also want to face out my my heat tape. I want to want to. I want panels in all the cages instead. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I I love my panels, and you know it's, but you know I, I still have heat tape in certain racks, and it's been a while, and now I'm like okay, so I have yep. the measurements, and I'm just gonna go and buy all new tape. Yep. Done. Just I think it it's time for a lot of people to to start. Uh, I think this is this is this is a good note. Put in your calendar today. We talked about it. Yep. Uh, gather some money and change your heat tape. Yep. Just go go. There's gonna be a Russian hamburger on the heat tape. <laughs> like, <I> mean, <laughs> we, we do not have connections to the heat tape people. We are. Yeah, we're, we're so no, we're not we're not, we're not affiliated with them, with them in any way. Just, uh, you know, but it's just like because I went downstairs and looked at two of my baby racks. I have those um the crimp metal ones with the plastic coverings. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hmm, get the hell out. Because those are the ones that they are the most dangerous. And yet now. So just because it does work doesn't mean it should be continuously working. And here's, so. a little, here's another little tip. You know, if a lot of, a lot of uh, carpet people use animal plastics. Yep. And um, you can, you can uh, request um, heat rope rather than yep. heat tape. You just have to ask. You just have yep. to tell them. So. Yep. All right. Uh, okay. Eric, <laughs> close it out. <laughs> so. Well, thanks to everyone uh, for uh, joining us on today's Python Radio. You were doing great. You were doing fantastic. But you're the wrong Eric. So I know, you I kept get... saying a couple Fair times enough. through the show you were saying, Fair enough. Yeah. you know, this and that. And I'm like, wait, which one is he talking about? No, no, not you. You're me? not the one who breeds reds. Yeah. 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 No, I don't mean that. I'm... IJ Eric, you yeah. do the end. Uh, okay. Postal Eric, you just hang out. So it's... All right. Uh, for us, you can check out our website, moreliapythonradio.net. Um, and uh, you can... Uh, see what we got going on show notes uh, is over there our blog all that kind of stuff you can you can apparently there was some kind of issue with um the the, the show being uploaded to uh, uh apple podcast you, last week did you I upload the edited version and it didn't like it maybe i don't know i have, but, to, uh, I have to check what i say all the time now yeah i know <laughs> so i had to uh, I had to uh, actually delete the first one and then re-up the second one. So, <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. I was, yeah, just no weird, but hopefully we don't have that problem again. Uh, I contacted Blog Talk, and they said that there was no issues on their end. So, <laughs> I, I love know. how we contact Blog Talk, and Blog Talk's like, what's a podcast? It's like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Why do we still work with you? Uh, anyway. <laughs> so. yeah. If only. If, if only... Uh, you know, Eric from 2020 could go and talk to Eric from 2011. <laughs> tell him to tell knock him that him shit off. Yeah. That. yeah. Yeah. But what are you going to do? Uh, it is what it is. It is. At least our audio is better now. But uh, you can follow us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, SoundCloud. We're actually on SoundCloud now. Um, so you can listen uh, there. 
Um, or wherever you download your podcast. There's like tons sure. of different things. Just look us up. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you look up Morelli by the radio, you will, you will find us and tons of, uh, tons of shows on there. And you can even go back and listen to Eric in 2014 if you want. <laughs> yeah. You can do that as the first one and then listen yeah. to this one yeah. and realize how much better we are. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, you know, also, uh, yeah, that's it. Continue. I'm sorry. I'm interrupting your part. Yeah, you are. <laughs> uh, so uh, if you want to reach out to us, info at moreliapythonradio.com. Uh, uh, send us an email, and uh, we will chat. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and um, you can uh, join our group, Morelli Pick of the Week, um, for uh, if you want to see what's going on as far as Morelia goes. Uh, it's a pretty, pretty good group of people. I uh, quite enjoy it, and uh, yeah. Um, as far as uh, what else? What else do we have? Plug this door. Oh, yeah. I keep forgetting about that. You do. <laughs> <laughs> we, we did sell six of something today. Uh, so Woo! that's good. Huh? Uh, <laughs> but uh, if you want to support the podcast, the best way to do it is uh, to go over to our uh, Teespring store. I'm um, Python Radio. I think it's slash Teespring, but you can get it. You can get there from our website, MoreliPythonRadio.net. Um, and just go over there. Um, I know we have some of the, I think I have slated tomorrow to add the rest of the old Carpet Fest uh, uh, logos. So, All right. Uh, so if you missed out on such. a, yeah, if you missed out on a Carpet Fest t-shirt and it's been like soul crushing, now is your chance. Go grab that. Also, um, the shirt design from Riley is still up, right? Yep. 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 Cool. Which is very cool. I ordered one of them. That's uh I have to grab one. Um, and we're going to figure out what the hell we're doing about Ari's. Yep. I'm working on that. Um, Did a good job. Okay, good. Because I wasn't. So, um, yeah, I remember yeah. that from last week. <laughs> good. Just to, just to add it to my pile, glad, Owen. That's I'm glad. That's, so that's, you're doing great, buddy. You're doing great. I'm it's doing like, carpet cliff notes, uh, you know, NPR. Uh, listen, you know, I'll, website, take a, I'll take store. a carpet cliff. I'll take a carpet cliff notes. It's fine. Uh, and also, yeah. if I had any talent, waiting. I would. <laughs> Dick. <laughs> Uh, I continue to get, uh, so for people that don't know, I should advertise that as well. So, yep. I mean, if you're listening to this, um, it's, it's in the same feed. I thought whether or not we should put it in a different feed, but I, I figured what the hell, let's just put it in the, in the same thing. Um, so basically carpet cliff notes is, uh, where we pick a topic. Um, it's, it's probably at this point geared more towards beginners. Um, you know, mm -hmm. people that are curious about carpets, but don't want to sit through, uh, a two and a half hour podcast uh, about them. Um, you know, this will break it down into uh, to little uh, bite sized uh, chunks uh, that you can uh, they can listen to and get a feel for. Uh, you know, um, if you are into carpets, you know, or or if you're interested in them, uh, getting the right information and uh, pointing you in the right direction uh, if you want to. Uh, you know. To learn more so um, they're going to keep coming once a week uh, it's no set day I, I usually try to get them out by the weekend but uh you know sometimes life gets in the way and uh mm -hmm. you know it is what it is but um i think the next one i have on deck I, so i have two that are already recorded one is going to talk about anthony caponetto's um carpets uh nice. you know, like bullwinkle and uh the gq uh there we go again ij um <laughs> GQ IJs and Hannibal and like some of the uh, 
iconic animals that he had and uh, just give a little brief um, background because you're listening to the show you might not know what we're talking about i mean we throw out like you know through this episode we probably said mbb or madam blueberry like uh i think we're on season i think we're on season three somebody like literally asked in the chat like what the hell does mbb mean and it's like oh right yeah like no that's a snake you like yeah i always always forget that you know there's probably new people listening you know because the you know the listeners keep they keep going up and stuff and it's it's probably new people that are into carpet so we apologize that's kind of why uh why we did that um but um you know, hopefully by the time that the website is done and, and all finished and uh, all that, um, right I'll, now I'll, work. Yeah. I'll write the car. I'll write the caramel one. You just got to help me with pronunciation of uh, the French people who found it. I guess I don't know. So. Okay. <laughs> Ooh la la! Like Ooh, no, no, stop! Now you've taken it too far. Yeah. End the show. Okay. <laughs> um. So uh, yeah, big shout out to uh, to Southeast Carpet Fest for raising uh, close to thirty grand um, to uh, awesome. put towards NIDO research. Like I said, if you're a Carpet Fest, uh, you know, promoter or pusher, um, pretty <laughs> soon you're going to be hearing from uh, from me and Owen, and we're going to try to uh, you know take control of the auction. And as far as it's just one big Carpet Fest auction, right? And we're I think, going to be. I think we could probably. Better maybe double that man i think we could yeah i think we could if we did one big auction sure yeah yeah and i think think people would be would give bigger i would prizes if it was just one year yeah Mm -hmm. yeah i think Um, we're gonna push for that let's uh we'll talk to ian and we'll talk to everybody else and we'll figure it out yeah so uh be uh you're gonna be hearing from us at some point uh in the near future I'm send you a, Eric is going to send a certified letter sealed in wax <laughs> yes. with the Morelia Python logo. Yeah. You have to respond. It's like a franchise, know. Owen. Like if you want to, you want to be a part of the yeah. franchise, you have to, you have to follow certain rules. You know what I mean? Nah, uh-huh. Yeah. Now we're going to start throwing our weight around. <laughs> Good. Yeah. It's about you, goddamn time. If you want to use the Carpet Fest, uh, you know, name, then uh, you know, uh, it, this is where we're going. So right. It's not cool. too bad. I think everybody's on board with it. Uh, as far as myself, EB Morelia, um, Eric at EB Morelia is my email. Eric at e, or ebmorelia.com is my website. You can follow me on Instagram and uh, Facebook and all that kind of stuff. I haven't taken pictures in a long time. I got to get some pictures. It's taken, the man. middle of winter. Yeah, I know it doesn't feel like it, but it's the middle uh, of winter. I'm, I'm usually pretty good about, you know, just keeping updated with taking pictures, see yeah, yeah, all yeah, that yeah. kind of stuff. And it's just so busy doing all Those- this shit. So. You people can see my babies when the new ones have shown up. When the 2020s show up, then I'll take you more pictures of the 2019s. Right. So, um, all right. Uh, for me, you can go to rogue-reptiles.com. You can also look up rogue-reptiles on facebook.com. And you can look us up at Instagram at rogue underscore reptiles. Uh, for shows, uh, Hamburg's coming up, not this weekend, but next weekend. I will be there. So uh, will I. So will Eric. Holy crap. Um so we'll be hanging around. I think we might actually go a little bit later than I usually do just so we can actually see people. Right. Um, but uh, we'll check that out as far as shows that we're vending. Um, Eric's going to miss the March Oaks, and so am I because I think it's on the same weekend. You're in Australia, and I'm coming from Florida. 
that's coming quick, man. It's coming <laughs> fast, buddy. Embracada's um, on the way. <laughs> but uh, what we're going to do is uh, we're going to try to shoot for you and me to vend one of the summer shows down at Oaks. So it'll probably be the July show. Yeah. Um, so catch us there. Uh, and that's all we have for everybody tonight. So we'll say thank you all for listening, and we'll catch everybody back here next week for some more Morelia Python Radio. Good night. <laughs>